And GCN, I have no audio. There we go. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free and bring up whatever you want, 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. Join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site we give away, so enjoy those on us. Uh, Once again, that's freetalklive.com. You can actually create the content of the website. Uh, You find something on the Internet you want to share with other listeners, you can submit it as show prep uh, to the site, and then others will be able to vote as to whether or not they like or dislike uh, what it is that uh, you put up there, and you get to vote on things as well. So go to freetalklive.com, and then if you want, click on the Upcoming Stories page to vote on the newest and freshest content on the site. Of course, uh, the entire site is free to use, unlike a lot of those talk show hosts out there that want to charge you for their website. So go to freetalklive.com and enjoy it. It's uh, it's free, thanks to great sponsors like SACL, CAI. Once again, that's freetalklive.com. Dot com. Of course, lots to talk about. There is the uh, obvious elephant in the news, uh, new, or elephant in the room news story, which uh, it's pretty major news, so probably deserves uh, a mention. The, uh, the Colorado shooting that happened, I believe it was last night, uh, according to, wait, no, it was, uh, yeah, that was last night. So about midnight uh, last night, late Thursday, early Friday morning. Uh, Aurora, Colorado, a former neuroscience honors student dressed head to foot in body armor and brandishing three weapons, this story from the New York Times, including an assault rifle, opened fire in a crowded theater at a midnight showing of the new Batman movie in a Denver suburb. He killed at least 12 people, wounding 59 others. I mean, this is a uh, this is a massacre and it's pretty shocking. It's pretty horrifying. And uh, Bo and uh, Michelle Seven join uh, join me tonight. Good evening. Hi, Ian. Hey. All right. So uh, yeah, so, twelve people dead and fifty nine injured altogether, right? Yeah, that's, that's the current count, uh, as I understand it. The suspect, James Holmes, twenty four years old, told police after his arrest that he'd booby trapped his apartment with explosive devices, leading the police to evacuate five buildings in the neighborhood as they sought to disable what they described as incendiary and chemical devices that appeared to be rigged to trip wires. So they took this guy, as I understand it, without incident. Uh, according to the report, he was arrested in a parking lot behind the theater nearby his car. Uh, during the attack, he entered through a side door of a packed theater wearing a gas mask. This was the midnight showing of Batman, the very first uh, you know, preview. Batman kind of Rises, showing. right? right. And, or the Dark Knight Rises. Uh, he set off two smoke devices before firing randomly at audience members who had just settled into their seats. According to the report, he had apparently planned the attack for some time. In addition to the gas mask, he wore body armor and a helmet and was dressed completely in black. His gear included a throat protector, groin protector, bulletproof vest and leggings, and tactical gloves. He had himself an AR-15 assault rifle, a Remington 12-gauge shotgun, and a 40 caliber Glock handgun. So, unlike a lot of uh, mass shootings that we've seen over the years, uh, for instance, Columbine shootings and others... uh, these, this guy didn't take his life afterwards. He actually is completely alive. I don't think he was even, you know, wounded in any way, shape, or right. form. I guess that means the theater, uh, you know, was. 
I don't know if anybody was carrying a weapon in that theater. Maybe if they were, they couldn't see him because of the smoke. No, Cinemark actually, who owns that particular AMC theater, has a policy a no of, weapons policy. of no weapons policy, except for um, the police police officers. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I uh, haven't actually been uh, hold, you know keeping up with the news or anything. Uh, I've been working on this documentary lately, but uh, I, I saw on the Facebook feed several times, you know, the, that meme where it says, uh, uh, "Well, it's a gun, con- it's a gun free zone," you know. Right. So, <laughs> so slaughter away because mm-hmm. no one's there to be able to defend themselves in any way, shape, or form. Right, and there's a comparison uh, with the. The elderly gentleman who was in the cafe, the cyber cafe. Did you mm. see that photo? I heard about that. Yeah, he, yeah. Uh, what, stopped a robbery or something like that? He did. There were, I think, two or three people that had come in, and he was uh, concealed carrying, and he chased him. He jumped up and chased him right out of there, as opposed to, you know, these people who were sitting in the theater. I'm sure that the guy would have been able to fire off a couple anyway before anyone had a chance to respond, given that they were, like, sitting down. It was dark and what have you, but... um. Yeah, it's horrifying. It's terrible. Uh, it's terrible news, and inevitably, it will result in the usual calls for banning guns, as though banning guns is going to stop psychopaths from murdering people. Well, spoons make people fat, <laughs> right? No, it's the lack of self control. <laughs> I would think that. Oh, no, you exactly. Gotta ban the spoons. You exactly. Ban the spoon. Put the spoon down. <laughs> so, you know, you're certainly welcome to uh, share your thoughts on this particular issue here tonight. 855 450 free. That's the Sickle CAI toll free line. Or bring up anything that you want. 1 855 450 3733. You know, not all of the news is uh, is bad news here this evening on Free Talk Live. In fact, got a great piece that is actually an update on something we have talked about previously. We'll get to that here in a little bit. But first, let's go to Emberly. She's calling from Massachusetts. Emberly, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello. Hello. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Hey, I just wanted to let you guys know I am currently driving through Massachusetts from New Hampshire on my way to Connecticut. And uh, we weren't even like maybe five miles into Massachusetts, uh, right outside of Greenfield, when we saw a police officer going on the northbound side, because we're obviously going southbound. He was on the northbound side, and he was driving backwards with his lights on. <laughs> wow. Yeah, he was going like 45 miles an hour. He was going really fast, like speeding backwards with his lights on. And then all of a sudden And he, he was driving stopped. into traffic, into oncoming traffic? Yes. Well, no, because he's going backwards, so he's going against traffic, but not... Facing them, right? So it's he's even, going it's the even right. So it's even less safe because he's, he has less control of his vehicle. Crazy. Yeah, it was insane. I have never seen anything quite like it. I mean, I slowed down because I didn't know what the guy was doing, and it was I, I was like watching him from the road. And I'm like, oh my lord, what is that person doing? And a cop is insane, driving like that backwards. I mean, he did it for I would say like a good quarter mile. Because, you know, we were driving, and we were going 65, and yeah. he had to have been going 45 because he wasn't much far far behind us, you know, with my line of sight. Because I was looking out the side window, just barely had my foot turned, and I could still see him perfectly clear. Oh, he's just trying to keep you safe. He's just trying to keep you safe. I'm sorry? I said he's just trying to keep you safe. He's just doing his job. Yeah, of course. He's just trying to keep us safe. And then he just stopped. And then turned his lights off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
What, did he stop in like the right lane? Was he in the right lane of, uh, of all the traffic lanes? He moved over. He moved over into the shoulder huh. when he stopped. Wow. That's, uh, yeah, that's pretty crazy. scary. So, Emberly, it's good that you called in. I was talking about you the other night on the air as an example of yet another uh, Florida escapee. Uh, Bo is here with us tonight. He's also uh, escaped Florida. And uh, we're all West Coasters, uh, and we've all gotten out of there. Actually, just all three of us, like, down the, the, the West Coast. You from Tampa, me from Sarasota, and Bo from uh, Fort Myers. And uh, I was yeah. talking about how uh, you had similar experiences as I did down in Florida, where it was really frustrating to try to get activism put together because of just the lack oh. of uh, of assistance. And how is That's that? That's so true. Yeah. So you know, yeah, we I, I, we schedule events and like three or four people would show up at the both. Hmm. Yeah. So I'm so I've been in New Hampshire for five months um, on the 28th of this month, and I have never been happier in my life. I love New Hampshire. Anyone that's thinking about getting out of any state and escaping to a wonderful place should come to New Hampshire. And I dreaded, like, as soon as we crossed the Vermont line, I was like, oh, my gosh, i got to put my seatbelt on now. <laughs> and now I feel like I'm in prison in my car. Why are you leaving the confines of the Shire? I mean, what would drive someone to do that? There must be a really good reason for it. Well, my aunt is attending a conference in um, Connecticut, and uh, they recently just relocated to Virginia with my mom and my aunt, and uh, she, my mom wanted to see my son Liam, so I'm driving down there to see her and drop Liam off with well, them so he can spend part of the summer with ha- them. Have a safe trip, and look out for any further uh, crazy police officers because they're completely sure unaccountable. Be safe, Emberly. completely unaccountable. Be sure to record them. Thanks for the call now. Appreciate hearing from you tonight. By the way, uh, 855-450-FREE is the number here. We'll talk more about the Free State Project, the reason why she and all of the rest of us have made the move to New Hampshire. Uh, We'll do that here in a little bit. You can also bring up anything you want. Not guilty for stripping? We'll tell you. Hello, my friends, and welcome to a 30-second edition of Verbal Surgery. I'm your verbal surgeon, Tim A. Cummins, here to radiate your brain for maximum gain. And let me tell you, my friends, get on to the verbalsurgery.com train. Come check it out. Listen to this podcast, and you will feel better right now because you are awesome. Looking forward to seeing you at verbalsurgery.com. Take it easy, baby. Awesome. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. Toll free at 855-453. It's the SACL CAI toll free line. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that are waiting there for you. Lots of different uh, stuff available, including archives. They go all the way back to late 2006. You can just go and click and download as many as you like. And you can also visit the SoundCloud page for Free Talk Live. And that also gives you access to a bunch of archives, as well as other things like the Edgington Post, which is Mark's interview series that uh, that he does uh, that whenever he's pretty much a few times a week he's uh, he's doing these. And oh, I'm sorry, Michelle, I had your mic turned off. Go ahead. <laughs> he was, and I hadn't even done anything wrong yet. No. <laughs> Just wait. He's very excited about uh, the interview he did with someone yesterday, right? 
he's he's always excited about his interviews, which is great. He should <laughs> yeah. be excited about it because if he was bored, then uh, it would probably wouldn't sound very good. Uh, but you can go to SoundCloud's page through our the left hand column of our site. Just go to freetalklive.com, look on the left hand side. And go to listen, uh, look underneath, listen and share. You'll find the SoundCloud link there. And you'll also find a link to the Edgington Post as a separate podcast. So some people just want to subscribe to the Edgington Post. You know, for whatever reason, maybe they don't, maybe they're in a free talk live amplifier and they don't get the Edgington Post in their amp feed or in their amp feed and they want to get their own feed of that. Or maybe they just want to pick and choose which episodes they listen to, uh, to regular show, but they want to get every single one of the Edgington Post. You can use the Edgington Post link there to subscribe just to the Edgington Post. So once again, that's all at freetalklive.com in the left hand column. All right, so our number here is 855-450-FREE, and you can bring up anything you want. Kelvin is on the line in Colorado on the amp lines. Kelvin, uh, how far away are you from this uh, shooting that uh, that happened out there? Oh, I'm about a, uh, an hour's drive south of there. Gotcha. So what are your thoughts? Uh, well, I wanted to comment quickly on the, the police car driving backwards against the traffic. Uh, some, uh, a similar incident happened uh Quite a few years ago, in the uh, state where I grew up in, only the uh, state patrol person was driving backwards over a bridge in in the wrong lane, and he got in an accident. And guess what? It was not his fault. Oh my gosh! (laughs) Apparently, anytime they have those lights on, they can do anything. And if you run into them, or they run into you, or anything else, it's your Surprise, surprise, but it's your fault. Well, anyway. I think the only time I've seen an exception to that is the story out of Indianapolis where there was a cop driving the uh, one of their SUVs drunk. Uh, they did decide that he was at fault for that one. Yeah, well, I guess I guess it would be pretty hard to get away with, uh, <laughs> with that one, uh, even if you were a cop. But anyway, well, they get away uh, with murder, and they get away with beating people, and they, they sure get away do. with all kinds of stuff, so... Yeah, but if they were drunk, then that would be really hard to, you know, like being drunk driving is like almost a capital offense in a lot of states. It's like, you know, really horrible. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, regarding the, the shooter, uh, as you can imagine, around uh, my workplace, it's like nothing. Everybody's talking about it all day long. Sure. Uh, and uh, let's see, boy, we just... If, if that theater has a uh, no concealed weapons policy, then it's basically a uh, you know a disarmed victims uh, free zone. Uh, so that you know, when people were talking about oh how you know terrible guns and all this stuff, and you know, you always bring up the other point of well, if there had been somebody there competent with a handgun, uh, instead of killing whatever it was a dozen people and injuring fifty plus more people. Maybe one or two people would have been killed before this guy had been. Maybe, taken but then down. again, none of us were there, and uh, and, and so you know the way it's being reported, and obviously the news media is biased and slanted in, in a lot of ways in the way it reports things. So you can you know take their reports with a grain of salt. But the way it's been reported is that he rolled in uh, some sort of gas canisters, uh, smoke grenades, or something like that. Which, in theory, would have obscured him from view. And I guess you know that could have been the case. So even if there was somebody with a firearm in the seats, uh, they they wouldn't want to fire randomly, you know, up you know, toward the front of the theater. I wouldn't think because maybe there's somebody else up there that they would hit. And uh, if he if he was obscured from view by the by the smoke, that would make it pretty difficult for somebody to to counter him. 
Yeah. Oh, well, certainly uh, any competent uh, concealed weapons person would not fire randomly up in the direction of where they thought the guy was at. But if it it was it must not have been that bad, or he wouldn't have been able to find his victims among the crowd. Well, he was randomly so, I shooting, so I mean, he yeah. he literally walked yeah. into a crowded theater. This was the midnight showing of Batman. This this theater was probably sold out. It was it, they describe it as packed in uh you know the in the description. So you're, you're talking about a Denver area movie theater, Metro you know Plex kind of theater, uh, likely packed full of people. He they actually had two theaters showing it at that time. There was another theater which you know everyone was unscathed because he didn't pick their theater. Yeah. Uh, so he literally walked into a theater where anywhere he were to have pointed his weapons, he would have. Connected with somebody, and that's why he managed to wound fifty-nine people and kill twelve. Uh, so ultimately, he to- he totally had the advantage uh, in this particular oh, attack. Absolutely, he had had the uh, the advantage on that. But uh, if someone had been close enough, uh, you know, there was at least a chance. Uh, apparently, inside this this theater, it was just a nightmare of people trampling each other and I trying bet. to get. You know the, the the old saying of oh, shouting fire in a crowded theater. Well, this is way worse than shouting fire. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's. Uh, I just wanted to comment. Oh, yeah, that's what I was trying to get to. The uh, also in the conversations I had, I got the chance to uh, talk about uh, no duty to protect, and pretty much everybody I talked to about that like was appalled and couldn't believe it. And I told them, well, go Google. No duty to protect, and you'll find out. That, you're that, talking you know. about the, right. You're talking about how the government agencies, uh, the government uh, police, for instance, have no obligation to provide you with any protection whatsoever. You can call them, and you can cross your fingers and hope that they will. It's not to say that they they won't, uh, but it's to say that if they don't, they're not liable for it. And they, uh, the courts have ruled over and over again that there is no obligation, not only to protect you, but there's no obligation whatsoever to provide you with any of their services. So. If you think you've got some sort of an agreement but with them. But you have to pay for them. Yeah, right. Exactly. This is an organization that, that that forces you to pay. You know, so. Yeah, they're, a, they're a, a, an, you know, not the opposite of proactive. Uh, anyway, just the idea is that it's an individual responsibility to protect yourself. And anything you get, you know, beyond that is, well, you're lucky or you're, you know, you're happy about your neighbor helping you out. But really, it, in the end, it's. It's you and your people uh, responsible to protect yourself. Very good, uh, Kelvin. Thank you for the call hard. and the thoughts tonight. I appreciate it. 855-450-FREE. I think he's right. If somebody had a weapon in that theater, it would have at least increased the odds a little bit. How right. much more it would have, I don't know. How visible this shooter was from all the smoke, uh, I, I don't know. In theory, you might have been able to see some muzzle flare, maybe shoot in that direction. Uh, but, again, none of us were there, so we can't really, uh, you know, speculate too far on Calvin this. made mention though about this this uh theater not allowing concealed carry That's and correct. no definitely doesn't no weapons allow policy. open carry yeah I don't have a problem with that actually because it's private uh theater however if I had the choice between going to one where I could do open carry and one the not then I get the choice to go where I feel better and want to spend my money right that theater was the low-hanging fruit for that that assailant for sure, 855-450-FREE, 1-855-450-3733. You can bring up anything you want. Your comments on the Colorado shooting or whatever happens to be on your mind are welcome. This is Free Talk Live. Are you looking for camping, hunting, or shooting gear? 
ManVentureOutpost.com carries knives, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, fish finders, and boating equipment from manufacturers like Aimpoint, Bushnell, Otterbox, Crimson Trace, K-Bar, Remington, Streamlight, Winchester, and more. ManVentureOutpost.com. Family owned and members of the Better Business Bureau. Prices so low, some can't be advertised. Get an additional 5% off with coupon code FTL. Get it quick. Get it from ManVentureOutpost.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free and bring up what you want at 855-453. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com. All the features on the uh, site there, we give them to you. So enjoy it, freetalklive.com. Here in the studio this evening, it's Ian. And Bo. And Michelle. Bo's joining us courtesy of Derek J's Victimless Crime Spree. It is the documentary film uh, that he has been working tirelessly uh, on. And we had a, a preview version that we ran over at the Porcupine Freedom Festival back it's been almost a month now, actually, since uh, since that happened. It got uh, a lot of critical acclaim from the dozens of people that came out to see the preview. And unfortunately, I was on the air at the time, uh, but you actually came out, I guess, to uh, to meet the crowd. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and good good response. Oh yeah, yeah. Everybody was laughing um, throughout throughout. That's important. The, yeah. Oh yeah, it was great. Um, people were were on the edge of their seats most of the time. So. I I I have it now. I think uh, in a much uh, much more cinematic uh, uh, setting. Great. So. You were doing mm-hmm. interviews with people. Uh, yeah. For that. Yeah. Right? Still currently doing mm-hmm. interviews. And yeah, we're that's... doing some extra shooting uh, to kind of flesh out the film a little bit because uh, the previous version of it was sort of a uh, more uh, mostly all of Derek kind of narrating. It was archival footage. Yeah. Yeah, and so we shot, shot some fresh stuff uh, with various different friends of Derek and, and other activists and, and stuff like that. So that's going to be great. Yeah, it's, it is going to be a lot of fun, and I think that uh, you've uh, you've gone out on the limb now, Bo, of putting a, a due date on the on the film. We had previously uh, said summer of 2012. I don't know if you want to announce the uh, the due date here. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's going to be out online uh, July 31st. It's exciting. Wow. Um, free online for free. So you pay nothing to see this. Uh, it's, nice. It's just uh, it's an activist project that uh, that I wanted to get involved with and uh, I brought Bo on board and he's mm-hmm. done an awesome job. And then JJ um, posted from the Chron- Porkfest Chronicles. We um, I bought a banner so that it he's it's uh, going to be advertised in every other one of Oh, the you bought thing. a banner for Derek J's yeah. Victimless Crime Spree. Yeah. Oh, that's so oh, cool. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for doing it. I didn't even know that. Yeah, that's yeah. Great. So now, for $103, which was the price of my um, fine for mm-hmm. my last unregistered vehicle ticket. Great. So I'm going to get a receipt from Jason Osborne. And I'm going to submit that to the court as my um, contribution, my community service that I assisted that, in, that I assisted in getting Derek J out of the community. Uh, Derek J is definitely not out of the community he is welcome here but today he did leave Uh, today was the beginning of his exile tour which is going to last approximately one year Uh, I believe he's going to come back briefly to uh, watch a demos trial here in another couple weeks but otherwise he's going to be touring around the country and meeting up with other liberty minded people all over the place you can go to victimlesscrimespree.com to see the the trailer uh, the old trailer we've got another trailer coming soon Mm -hmm. uh, that's going to be up there but uh, that's a good way for you to follow what's going on with the film and of course Derek blogs over at livefreeordance.com and I imagine he will begin his uh, blogging process here shortly so don't forget to, uh, to check him out 
And we'll go right to you and your thoughts. Let's talk to Melvin. He's listening in Alabama in the Decatur area to WBHP WHOS. Hey, Melvin. I am glad I found you all, man. I enjoy your uh, program. Welcome, sir. Go ahead with your thoughts. I thought I need some help to understand something. I don't. Our tax system or the money that our federal government takes in. Now, when I've listened, I love talk radio, but I listen to a lot of the guys talk about the federal income tax. They say like a very small percentage of the population, which are the very rich, pay a large percentage of the uh, federal income taxes that the government take in. But what I, all of a sudden it dawned on me is what percentage of the federal income tax is the amount of money that the government takes in. They don't talk about all the other taxes. And I was just wondering, could you all help me with that? So what per- are you asking what percentage of revenues the government takes in are is the income tax? To what amount? Federal, yeah, the income tax. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know the answer to that question. I know that there's an incalculable amount uh, that has to do with inflation, which is a hidden tax. Are you familiar with inflation? Uh, I have. I think I'm slightly aware. Let me give you a, a brief rundown. A lot of the time you'll get bad information from government school. When you go to government school or college, they'll tell you that inflation is an increase in prices. It's not true. Inflation is an increase in the money supply. It's when the Federal Reserve Bank prints out more money and adds it to the money supply. That is what inflation is. And when they do that, it's a, it's essentially it's a hidden tax. On, it devalues the money that's in your pocket. Right. right. So you end up spending more dollars for the same loaf of bread. That's kind of what I understood, yeah. Right. So, so when they print the out all that, when they, when Melvin, when they print out all that money, there's no way to really determine, uh, at least far, as far as I can tell, unless you happen to work with the Federal Reserve Bank, uh, to, to really know exactly how much they are inflating and, and what that means as far as you know how much tax revenue that the government is getting. I mean, it's not technically categorized as tax taxes because it's not uh, you know being extracted from you in the same way that taxes are you know in that it's not direct it's kind of an indirect tax but it is a very effective tax and it's one by which they can use to fund the military it's one by which they can use to uh, shuffle contracts over to their industrial you know connections and and that sort of thing without anybody ever having to open their wallet or uh, or cut a check uh, essentially they're stealing from you uh, without your knowledge and uh, so with with inflation as a factor, I think it's impossible to really determine what percentage of their revenues the uh, the income tax is. Well, the reason I was concerned, it seems to me like the conservative talk show guys try to give the impression that a small percentage of the people are paying them, putting the money into the federal government. Whereas I start thinking about all the other taxes that the masses pay. Oh, right, it gas doesn't tax. seem logical to me for a, a handful of filthy rich people. To be able to that that are really carrying the burden of the taxes that well, the government take in. First of all, I really don't like it when people say "filthy rich" because to me that makes it sound as though you think that being wealthy is is dirty. And and I so I just take personal offense to that. But in any case, the the important distinction uh, between wealthy people um, paying taxes and uh, uh, lower income people paying taxes is. Wealthy people aren't paying from their grocery allowance, their taxes. That's not coming out of that. So when when lower income people are paying that burden, 
then it is actually coming out of they're not getting to have savings. They're they're decreasing the quality of food they're eating. They're decreasing it's living paycheck by paycheck. Exactly. Taxes hurt the poor more than they hurt yeah. the, the rich. So even if they were all paying the same percentage, and they're not rich, you know, rich people are paying more as a percentage basis, at least in income tax. That much is true. Uh, but overall, rich people are barely affected by taxes in comparison to a poor person. I mean, yeah, I mean, taxes are bad across the board. I don't think anybody should pay taxes. I think taxes need to go away. Um, but you know, they hurt poor people more. If, it's, if, if everybody has to pay $100 uh, in tax, then the $100 hurts the poor person more because they don't have as much to, uh, to start with. And really, a lot of taxes are designed to target poor people, like, for instance, you know, uh, so-called sin taxes like cigarettes and alcohol taxes. I mean, you look prepared at Prepared food. Right. You just look at, uh, look at uh, prepared food or, or cigarette and alcohol taxes, and you'll see absolutely poor people pay the the huge burden of those taxes because rich people are less likely you know they're they're just more likely to take better care of themselves and less likely to have at least those vices that doesn't mean rich people don't do drugs they certainly do they uh, they can afford uh, more expensive drugs than uh, than poorer people can so uh, there's a burden on everybody and it, to me it doesn't matter who's paying more or who's paying less it's the fact that anybody is being coerced into funding a system with which they disagree uh, it's immoral just, yeah it, it's mm-hmm. Just taxes need to end, period. But think about what happens, too, when you have when you don't have a lot of money. What are your options? Um, You know, if you can't afford maybe to go to college or what have you, you end up joining the military. A lot of people do. Melvin, your thoughts? Well, the the reason I ask the question, it just seems to me like these guys are trying to give the impression that the wealthy carries the biggest burden of the tax burden in this nation. And that just doesn't seem to add up to me. I think it's a lot a lot more average income people and poor people that's actually paying taxes in all kind of different ways than there are uh, right, the, and it's hard the, to add it all up. People. I mean, if you think about it, you're paying taxes when you wake up in the morning. You're paying taxes on the water you're using to brush your teeth, the electricity that's running your alarm clock, the uh, gas that's in your gas tank, the bread that you're eating, you know, making your breakfast with. I mean, there's taxes on everything, whether you even realize it or not. Melvin, thanks for the call. I appreciate Thank hearing from you. you. More coming up. It's Free Talk Live. The three most important things you can do for Free Talk Live are, one, share one episode a week on Facebook or in some other social networking site. Two, buy the things you buy online through shop.freetalklive.com. Three, give three bucks a month to the AMP program. You likely buy all kinds of things online. Amazon is the largest online retailer. You can get what you need at the same prices with free super saver shipping by going to shop.freetalklive.com. Please do your online shopping at shop.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free. Bring up whatever you want. 855-453. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com and enjoy the various features that are waiting for you there. Once again, that's freetalklive.com. And if you like the show and want to help support Free Talk Live, go to promote. .freetalklive.com. You can learn how to get a free bumper sticker there, as well as you can download web graphics that you can utilize on your website uh, to help promote Free Talk Live. There's a variety of them. Or maybe you want to do something uh, more creative, like uh, make your own t-shirt. You can do that. We've got logos and uh, fonts and all of the stuff that we, the elements essentially that we use to make our own uh, graphics, you can use too to make your own. Uh, It's all there for you over at Promote. 
www.freetalklive.com. So I finally went out and tried BitInstant uh, today. And I, you know, what took me so long? I, I guess I'm just a slacker. I've got Bitcoin, so I didn't really need to go and get Bitcoins because uh, we've, we've got some clients that pay us with Bitcoin uh, oh, on fun. the show. So I've never, I've never been in the position of needing to go out and get Bitcoins, which is what BitInstant.com allows you to do. But if you're just starting in the world of Bitcoins, you start from zero. You know, When you download the Bitcoin software, it doesn't come with a bunch of free money. Right. So you've got to do something to get your, your Bitcoins. And if you don't know what Bitcoins are, uh, you, go to, you can go to WeUseCoins.org to learn more about them. But essentially, it's a decentralized currency that is digital. And it is basically untouchable by hackers and government people, and it is entirely distributed. It is peer-to-peer. There's no centralized storehouse of, uh, of money. It's all out there in the, uh, in the Internet, spread across millions of different uh, clients that are running the Bitcoin software. And it's, it's an amazing piece of technology that is also incredibly valuable. It's now uh, – Bitcoins are currently valued at over $8, uh, $8 U.S. dollars per each. They've been much, much lower than that. Now, they've been higher as well, so you never know what you know, the market's going to do. But generally, it's gone up over the last several months. And uh, again, we use coins.org to learn more about the Bitcoin. It allows you to make, uh, in, in some cases, you can make anonymous transactions uh, with Bitcoins. You can't have your account frozen. You don't have to beg anybody's permission to get started. You don't have to fill out some kind of application form. There are no gatekeepers to Bitcoin. But you might say, well, wait a minute, how do I get the Bitcoins? Well, there really aren't any gatekeepers there either. There's just a bit of a process you have to go through, and it's not complicated. I just tried it this afternoon for the first time. I went to, went to bitinstant.com, and then you select the various different uh, ways that you would like to deposit cash. And then you essentially go to a location. So you can go to uh, CVS. You can go to 7-Eleven. You can go to Walmart. Anywhere they have MoneyGram services, and MoneyGram is a Western Union uh, service. So anywhere you can go and use Western Union, that's there's all kinds of grocery stores, lots of uh, you know convenience stores. People, you know, Western Union's huge. They're all over the place. And so what you do is you go to bitinstant.com, select the method uh, in which you would like to deposit the cash. They then give you uh, basically some information that you take to the Western Union location. You give Western Union that information. You pay the cash uh, price. And Western Union does charge you, uh, you know, something on top of that for the for the convenience of it. I mean, literally, you're walking down to a corner store and putting turning cash into Bitcoin. So there is a you know convenience fee uh, involved in that, but. It was so easy. I mean, by the time I got home, the Bitcoins were there. Oh. Yeah. 50. It was that fast. So bitinstant.com. And you can, of course, do it completely anonymously through BitInstant as well. So they ask you when you're on the phone with Western Union, they ask you for your name and address, but they have no way of verifying who you mm-hmm. are. The, uh, the only reason they're asking you that is when you – they have this little phone thing that you pick up and you can talk to an operator on and give them information – and then you hang up the phone, go to the cash register, and you just have to give them the name that you gave to the operator. Right. That way they can pull your file up and allow you to make the payment. I mean, it is so easy. Now, if you lose your password or your ID number, then that's it. There's no Well, way hopefully to- you won't lose it from the time in which you talk to the Western Union person in the store to where you walk to the cash register. I mean, right. you, you literally put the phone down with Western Union, and then you go to the cash register and pay pay for it. Right, so but I'm saying, but I'm saying, when you have a, a Bitcoin account, though, I don't know. Mark was you're saying talking about losing about your this. Bitcoin wallet. Uh, yes, 
yes, yes. You definitely yes. don't want to do that. In the same way that you don't want to lose your real wallet uh, in real life, you don't mm-hmm. want to lose your Bitcoin wallet in uh, the digital realm. So it, it, it's a good idea to have uh, backups. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to have your wallet backed up somewhere. That's always a, a smart move. Also, you can encrypt uh, a wallet as well. The new Bitcoin software allows for encryption within the program. So this is so are, exciting. <laughs> yeah, there are some simple ways. I mean, how, how cool is it that uh, the Bitcoin can be used completely anonymously and even the process of getting the Bitcoins can be used uh, anonymously. So pretty cool. Anyway, go to weusecoins.org to learn more and also bit, bitinstant.com to get started uh, get started, and get your own Bitcoins. All right, 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Of course, you can bring up anything you want. I said we had an update on a news piece uh, that uh, is really good news. And I have to say, I'm, I'm kind of surprised by this. Every, every now and then, these courts, get, they get something right. <laughs> and uh, this is one of those few instances. Portland, Oregon, the Associated Press, reporting... That an Oregon man who stripped nude at Portland's airport security to protest what he saw as invasive measures has been found not guilty of indecent exposure. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's great news. Multoma County Circuit Court Judge David Rees ruled Wednesday that John Brennan's act was one of protest and therefore protected speech. Multoma County Deputy District Attorney Joel Peterson argued that Brennan's strip down was an act of indecent exposure. Brennan said from the witness stand on Wednesday that I was aware of the irony of removing my clothes to protect my privacy on April 17th. So he he absolutely was not crazy. He uh, made a very deliberate decision uh, to do this. He arrived at the airport intending to take a business trip to San Jose, California, and uh, he works down there. When uh, he reached the gate, he declined to go through the airport's body scanners, instead choosing the alternative metal detector and body pat-down. After the pat-down, TSA officer Stephen Gordon, or Van Gordon, detected nitrates on the gloves that he used to check Brennan. For me, time slowed down, said Brennan. I thought about nitrates, and I thought about the Oklahoma City bombing. Brennan said before his trial that after months of angst, every time he went through security, the nitrate detection was a final straw for him, a wordless accusation that he was a terrorist. So, he took off all of his clothes. A TSA agent stacked plastic crates high onto several carts and positioned them around Brennan (laughs) to to protect people from his penis, I guess. Uh, Port, Port of Portland police arrested Brennan and took him to the county jail. He demanded a jury trial in early May, but was turned down. He insists he didn't come to the airport intending to protest. He had called the Port of Portland, which operates the airport, a year earlier to ask whether Oregon's rules involving nudity applied at the airport. Brennan said he was told they did. He said in a court, uh, he said that he said in court that he asked because he had considered nudity as an act of protest, but hadn't found uh, found cause to strip down. The law says that naked people are only breaking the law if they're having sex in public, or got undressed with the intent of arousing the sexual desire of another person. <laughs> and how do you prove that one exactly? How, how do you prove that someone is getting undressed with the intent to arouse sexual desire? Well, were they going, da-na-na-na, <laughs> bump, bump, bump at the same time? I suppose that could be evidence. <laughs> I guess if you were to uh, strip down and then uh, fondle yourself, that would probably maybe lead to that uh, being a possibility. And that would also likely be a lewd and lascivious charge uh, as well. It says here that uh, if Brennan was truly acting in protest, the prosecutor asked, then couldn't anyone being arrested while naked make the same claim? He said that any person naked for any purpose will be able to say it was protected speech. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. 
You know, it's funny because um, my son Omar is 18 years old and, and um, moving to New Hampshire, he, he was a minarchist and, and um, the injustices that he's seen here. Minarchist meaning believes in small government. Yeah, believed. exactly, exactly. Has really turned him completely away from that. And he wouldn't call himself an anarchist or whatever, but he just, um, right. He, um, but he definitely is, is, is further away from any compliance or interest in the uh, the state being involved in his life, and um, he was talking to someone about uh, the. They were talking about the violence and and this shooting in in um, Colorado, and someone said something uh, a little bit unrelated about all the sex that was in the movies. This is a teenager horrified at how much sex there is, and my son made the comment he said wait a second your mom and dad had sex and that was a good thing but by the time we're 20 years old we will have seen over a hundred thousand acts of violence really yeah that's what they're saying and yeah and this seems unbelievable but it's certainly true that you'll see more violence video games and television and everything Yeah. yeah and so this idea that people are so you know, prudish about the body. I mean, when I was yeah. breastfeeding, I was I was discreet and everything, but people were absolutely, you know, astonished that I do that in public mm. or whatever and thought it was disgusting. But it was okay for puppies to be nursing on a dog. I don't understand it. It really doesn't make sense. And it just goes back to the Puritan past of this country that I think people need to get over. Uh, it's nakedness. Everybody sees themselves naked in the mirror when they're in the bathroom. I mean, what's the big deal? 855-450-FREE. Do you hide your own eyes when you see yourself in the mirror? <gasps> I love to look at myself. <laughs> of course you do. 855-450-FREE. SACL CAI toll-free line. Hour two's next. You take control. I've been told no in many different ways. I give you an order and you're going to obey it. Who told you to go this way? You can do that and you have to leave here. You cannot bring time into the rally. Walk with me. Well, I'm, I'm, no, I'm comfortable me. here, actually. Whoa, 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 hey, 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 who do you think you Excuse are? Excuse me. There is no video allowed in this office. No, I have work today. This is you ain't gonna make it. Wait, no, 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 Bureaucrats have a funny way of telling people no. That's the sound of the men working on the chain. Coming this summer, Derek J's Victimless Crime Spree. See the trailer now at victimlesscrimespree.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free at 855-450-FREE. That's 1-855-450-3733. Join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features waiting for you there. Once again, 
That's freetalklive.com. Of course, plenty to talk about tonight, whether you've got comments on the shooting in Colorado, observations, thoughts on that. Uh, you're certainly welcome to uh, to do that. Uh, 855-450-FREE is a toll-free number. There's another update that uh, that I wanted to share. Last hour, we talked about John Brennan, who is the man who stripped naked in the Portland airport. He's been found not guilty in a bench trial and uh, and good for him on that. Uh, normally, bench trials don't tend to go very well, at least not for me. Uh, I, it's harder, in my opinion, to convince a judge of uh, you know the fact that you are innocent than it is, I, I believe, to convince a jury. But in this case, the judge absolutely ruled in his favor and uh, and allowed essentially him to be naked in the airport uh, for protest purposes. According to the law, he did not get undressed with the intent of arousing the sexual desire of another person. And if you saw this guy, you'd see that's absolutely the case. Uh, Brennan, it says here that uh, the the prosecutor is worried, though, that anybody now could uh, get naked and claim that they were were doing it for uh, protest purposes that they weren't intending to arouse anyone's sexual desire. And why should nudity arouse anyone's sexual desire in the first place? This was something that... Because it's hot, sexy. Like, uh, some naked bodies are really nice to look at. And... Yeah? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, uh, for, for me, it's a, a naked body is, is just a naked body. And really, unless there's something it's... sexual going on with it, then I Wait don't... a second. So okay, let's take someone who you are in a sexual relationship with, and yeah. they're in their clothes, and then they disrobe. That doesn't, like, do it for you? Well, you could say that the uh, process of the disrobing could be uh, kind of a could have a sexual intent, I suppose, and that's kind of what the law was was written around. The, so the I intention. could take my clothes off right now, and and you just be like, "That's cool." Yeah, man. Whatever. How about you, Bo? Um, there would be, you know, some certain, uh, certainly some shock value, you know, but <laughs> shock value. But would uh, would you get would an you erection? Be um, no, uh, I'm, I got a webcam. <laughs> oh, only because the cam's here? <laughs> um, <laughs> because men are typically much more visually stimulated. So I'm curious. I mean, I don't have, like, I, I could see a naked guy and if, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm just unusual. I usually only see naked guys if I'm having sex with them. I don't typically see men naked in other situations. You know. That, well, that that I wonder if it would be less taboo if, if say, for instance, everyone was just naked. Well, right. Uh, yeah. uh, if, if we na- should try it, we should just get naked right now. If nudity were more commonplace, unfortunately, we would violate the terms of service of uh, live stream, which is providing our webcam uh, oh. for us here tonight. So we probably can't do that. We could turn the webcam off, and we could just tell them what it's like. We totally could. Um, <laughs> but if more people were naked, then I think Bo's right that uh, people would be more accl- acclimated to it. Uh, it would be not such a big deal. In fact, you know, you look at nudist camps, for instance, as an example. Uh, they don't tolerate perverts at nudist camps uh, because people are naked everywhere. So if you come in there with the intention of uh, getting off on naked people being around, you're not going to be welcome there. Right, right. Um, the the norm is is just a voluntary, you know, like uh, it, it's you know a peaceful area. You know, like their yeah. peace is is just them in their skin. You know, and and the so for somebody, suit. <laughs> so somebody to come in there, like you're saying, and, and to uh, um, uh, 
do perverted things or whatever, you know. Is, yeah, they're is, not going to last very long in that community. They'll right. be ostracized. They'll be asked to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, and so certainly I think I think that there are people out there that could be turned on by nudity. And maybe that's because they've been oppressed uh, you know, or you know, <laughs> they were depraved or, uh, you know, when they were growing up had very sexually restricted parents, parents that didn't talk about sex or, you know, they had something happen to them where, you know, they, they were abused uh, sexually. You know, who knows what, what starts that. Uh, but I think by nature, I don't think that there's anything inherently sexual about pe- people being naked. Because if people were running around naked, then you wouldn't be turned on all the time, right? So it's the it's the lack of the nudity that maybe is what creates that for people. Right. I definitely think that context is what makes it either sexual or not. We'd like to hear from you on this, though, if you've got some thoughts at 855-450-FREE. That's 1-855-450-3733. Is nudity by default, sexual. I say not at all. Uh, but let's go to you and your thoughts here. 855-450-3733. Just a couple more uh, points here from the article. This is, by the way, over at Huffington Post about the naked guy in Portland Airport. It says here that uh, Portland would be an interesting test case for such a question. After all, it's the city with the world naked bike ride before which police simply send out a light admonition to all riders at least wear a helmet and shoes. <laughs> As Brennan left the stand on Wednesday, he said his protest was also intended to give the TSA an idea of the effect that its policies had on travelers, especially the body scanners that produce images of passengers without clothes on. He said, I wanted to show them it's a two-way street. I don't like a naked picture of me being available. Let's go to Mike. He's in California. And Mike, you're on Free Talk Live. Mike hi, in California. Hi, Mike Miller. Yeah, hi. What's um, on your mind tonight? I, re- I really like what you're doing. Thanks. What Go you're ahead. Doing with the show. I mean, so and, tell me uh, what's on your mind. I, I really, man, I, I really disagree with uh, like naked pictures. Man, that's that's disrespectful, man. What is disrespectful? Um, I think it's disrespectful, like, you know, how I shove my cock up your mother. And, uh, uh, well, you can't really you know. do that. Thanks for the call. Appreciate uh, hearing from you tonight. Oh, that was disgusting. Really uh, tacky and lame. 855-450-FREE, and it didn't go out on the air either, so you failed. Buddy. Oh, good. So you have they, like a 10 second. Right. Thing. We have neat technology called uh, Dump Machine that uh, makes it so people who have really lame uh, You got crank dumped, calls, buddy. Yeah. It, you know, <laughs> I love a good crank call. I think it's always worth pointing this out whenever we have to dump a lame call like that. I love a good crank call. Call in with a, a fake character. Like we've had a guy call in, uh, calling himself Cobra Commander, the old G.I. Joe uh, <laughs> nemesis, doing a voice the entire time. We've, got, we've had all, a variety of, of character callers call and just say ridiculous, funny things uh, to us, and you know you can you can try to to fool us and have fun with us, and that's that's all good. But if you want to get on the air and just you know throw out a couple uh, dirty words, that's just not going to fly. Sorry. Eight five five four fifty free one eight five five four five zero three seven three three. So again, you know, looking at the uh, the Puritan nature of this country, I think that's where this comes from. I mean, the the, the history of the U.S. has always been one of uh, sexual repression, and I think that uh, when somebody is is sexually repressed, it has kind of uh, deviant ways of manifesting itself. Have you ever observed that? I, I don't know. You know, it's funny. My kids are all different, and you know, I can only speak for my own example and things, but um, uh. Some of my kids are are more shy or or whatever, more conservative, less conservative, or what have you, and and um, 
I don't think any of them, especially with a mom like me. I mean, we talk about everything and mm-hmm. everything. We're just really open about everything. And, um, and you know, one of my children is incredibly conservative, probably will be a virgin until marriage. I mean, just really is very much, you know, that way and always has been. And, and, um, and then, you know, another one is like, mm, yeah, I don't think so. I mean, so they're just, they have different outlooks and everything with their own personal value, you know, system and everything. So I don't necessarily think that being conservative make is, comes from being, or, or being, um, modest comes from being prudish. Sometimes you're modest because you have a, a value about Well, I wasn't something. suggesting modesty necessarily as much as I was sexual deviance. Oh, so, I thought you were saying, I thought you were talking about puritanical, like no, prudishness. But no, like, okay, so last night, we didn't talk about this on the air, Michelle, and if we are going to talk about it on the air, we have to be careful in the way we describe it because it's pretty graphic. Uh, but you have this guy that you know somewhere in California <laughs> who yeah. is involved in uh, the pornography industry. And pornography spans a gamut of, uh, you know, intensity, if you will. And this guy is involved in some pretty gross stuff. Yep. And way out there. Like abusive, horrifying kind of uh, pornography. And you have to know, you have to wonder where does that come from. That's not a natural. It doesn't seem natural. Yeah, to public me. disgrace. I think is what it's yeah. called. Yeah. So that that comes out of something, and I think that sort of behavior comes out of sexual repression. People not being feeling free to talk to their parents about sex and things mm-hmm. like that. But we can come back and talk more about it. Eight five five four fifty free. The successes are piling up and proving the Free State Project is a real movement and no longer just a great idea. When you're planning your move to New Hampshire, consider Keene. Keene is famous for its civil disobedience and non-cooperation, and there's plenty of political opportunity as well. Though it's more than just activism, with regular social events each week. See what's happening at freekeen.com and get connected with video, audio, one of the busiest Liberty Forums in New Hampshire, and more at freekeen.com. That's freekeen.com. Talk live. Dial in toll free and bring up anything you want at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com and all the features we give away. So head over there and enjoy those on us. Uh, Again, freetalklive.com. The Free State Project, your best chance at achieving liberty in your lifetime. If you love freedom and you want other people to be free as well as yourself and are willing to work toward that and willing to get active in whatever way you think is best, maybe that's uh, getting active in the political scene or doing civil disobedience or creating media or doing uh, street theater or whatever it is that uh, you think is interesting, there are people up here who want to join you. Uh, So go to freestateproject.org and get signed up with over 11,000 others. Nearly 12,000 people have signed up on board for the Free State Project. We want to reach 20,000, so we still have a little ways to go to to reach that goal. But there are already 1,000 people here in New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. So people are not waiting. They're just going ahead and making the move. They're making plans to get here and to get active. Uh, Just at the last Social Sundays, which is a weekly social event we have in Keene, there were two brand new movers. Uh, One of them had moved up kind of around the well i guess he'd kind of come to visit during pork fest and then moved shortly thereafter and another guy moved up from michigan so people coming from all over the place all around the country and even around the world to join the free state project because it's an idea 
that makes sense. You get together with people that are willing to get active, and you can have so much of a, more of an effect. Go to freestateproject.org to learn more and to get signed up. That's freestateproject.org. We can uh, continue talking about sexual uh, deviancy and where it comes from. I think it's, you know, it's, it's fascinating. It's sad at the same time as well because I feel terrible for some of the people engaging in some of the acts that, that I've seen. Uh, I, wonder if they can have, I wonder if they can have fulfilling, romantic, loving, you know, sexual relationships. I don't know, but you told me that the lady that runs the porn site that, uh, that this guy works for that you know uh, is like a multimillionaire. So she's certainly uh, making well, plenty she, of money she at She bought it. the San Francisco Armory, so I'm assuming she is. You know, she's, yeah. And she's running, it's 200,000 square feet. And uh, they're doing the, they do tours. It's kink.com. Well, you didn't have to plug the uh, the site, oh, but now sorry. now people know exactly what we're talking <laughs> about. Sorry. It's fine. I mean, uh, you know, be, it, beware. Yeah. <laughs> if you go to this site, beware. Uh, it's going to it could possibly be uh, disturbing for you. But where does that come from? Because some people are really into it. I know that the, one of the hosts on uh, this network uh, or the LRN.FM network, uh, Michael Dean, is you know he's into some of that stuff. I think you know he's talked about uh, some interest in that. So you know it's always interesting to hear people's stories. I remember hearing one guy. Uh, tell a story uh, about how he got into being tied up. Uh, he claimed that uh, when he was young, he like was really into Harry Houdini and other uh, you know magicians, as a lot of young uh, people are. Magic's cool, especially when you're uh, you know a child. And uh, so he would tie himself up and attempt to escape from uh, you know his. Oh, bonds. and he'd probably be like rubbing around. That's exactly yeah. what happened. <laughs> Yeah, he was like squirming around trying to get out of his yeah. uh, his bonds one day, and I guess uh, aroused himself. And ever since then, has uh, only been able to get off those associations yeah. in your early in your well. Well, early- see, this is this is what I wonder about. You know, people who don't actually uh, get to uh, talk about these things with their parents, for instance, so they end up going. They and, hide it, right? Yeah. Well, and and so you know they. Uh, they they end up interacting with people at the state, for instance, you know, so they're getting state uh, health educated, if you will. And sure. And, and parents and, can be afraid to talk to their kids about these sorts of things, not just from a personal their own sexual repression issues, but also, you know, worrying about what the state might do to them. The only instance. time my mother ever slapped me was when I was in third grade. She ever spanked me or anything. I was in third grade. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And I asked her. Um, some girls were being really nasty. Spanked on the behind or across the face? Across the face. Okay. Um, some girls were being really nasty at, at the playground I was at, and they said something about me having an abortion. I didn't know what that was, so I went mm-hmm. home and I said to my mom, I said, did I have an abortion? And whack! Oh, wow. And, That's inappropriate. Right. And she she told me later she was just so scared she didn't even know what to say, and it just freaked wow. her out right now. Ridiculous. But in any case, you can rest assured I didn't find out until like four years <laughs> later what an abortion was. There wasn't the internet, and I was afraid to even... Yeah. I mean, it was something like that must be so terrible. Well, which, you figure if you bring that word up to anybody else, you get slapped. Exactly. So, Yeah. We can go to you and your thoughts. You don't have to necessarily talk about this one issue. You can bring up anything you want here. 855-450-FREE. Dustin is on the line listening in Decatur at WBHP. Hey, Dustin. In a world where sexuality is accepted. Well, hey, that sounds like a good day for me. <laughs> it's just one of those things, brother. How y'all doing tonight? Is this hey, Bill Clinton? That's a pretty good impression, if that hey, is Bill Clinton. <laughs> Uh, Bill, what are you doing living in Huntsville? I thought you lived in uh, Arkansas. Well, you know, I had to get me a little penthouse suite over here. (laughs) 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 There's some nice nice southern southern broads over here, so, you know. (laughs) 
So what's going on out there? I mean, uh, tell me more about uh, your penthouse or whatever it is you're doing. Well, you know, it's a it's multi million dollar penthouse in Huntsville, Alabama. You know, <laughs> there aren't uh, any multi million dollar penthouses. How do you know that? I used to live there. there. Come on, that doesn't mean there aren't any penthouses, really. There are no multi million dollar penthouses in Huntsville, Alabama. There aren't any buildings uh, you know, over like six feet tall. Now. Now we've got <laughs> we've got the Western over here at the Bridge Street. I mean, it's it's a nice high class place. <laughs> <laughs> this is pretty good. This, is no, that, this is is that overlooking like Wits Barbecue? That, that's that, that's just that's that's just terrible. That, that's a that's a terrible that that's terrible, Bill. You you shouldn't be talking to these folks about your penthouse. That that's just that's terrible. Now it's pretty rare that you get a multiple personality uh, crank caller. <laughs> Most of the time, when someone cranks uh, the show, they have one personality. So I have to say that that's pretty unusual, and you get points for that. Anything else? Anything else you want to share tonight? I'd like to say hello to all my friends, and hey. thank you for coming to play today. Thank you, oh, Dustin. Barney. appreciate the call. Great that call. nice. Good ones. 855-450-FREE. See, now that's the kind of call that's going to get on the air. That's no problem. <laughs> he was totally, you know, totally clean. He didn't yeah. say anything uh, that we had fun. to jump, and we had fun. But then he ended it with Barney. That's a little perverted. <laughs> was it? Well, what, really? You didn't know that that was Barney's Why voice? is Barney perverted? I mean, uh, The purple dinosaur? What, oh. What's perverted about Barney? I mean, he's just a character. Oh, I think she's talking okay. about the guy in the suit. Yeah. What? What was there an accusation about the guy <laughs> who played Barney? Really? Really? The guy who played Barney was a pedophile. Is that that's, what you're saying? That's what the rumor was. Shane. I have never heard this before. Mm. I, I had neither. I'm just uh, following. Is this more than just a rumor? rumor? I don't know. I I didn't know him. So it's. Just I a listened rumor. to the song "I Love You." You love that me. is a shame. You know, if there's no evidence of uh, the man playing Barney or woman, I mean, I don't know who's playing Barney, right. but uh, the person playing Barney is a pedophile. If there's no evidence of that, that's a horrible rumor to be spreading. Around the same time, they were t- saying that the um, what were those four little those four little uh, la la the Teletubbies, Teletubbies yeah. and that one of them was gay and it's true, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. I heard that. <laughs> I've seen. Know? I've seen like news reports on that. That one I think is probably true. <laughs> Okay. But I don't know. Have you, you heard on the news? I wasn't, definitely a, true. I wasn't a parent, uh, and I am not a parent, so I, I'm not intimately familiar with the Teletubbies. I was too old for them. All so. oh, right. My, Same here. <laughs> yeah, Basil was into Teletubbies. He liked Lala. He's not still? When did he uh, grow out of that? <laughs> He's about six. He doesn't sleep with a Teletubby anymore? No. no. No, no, no. Still sleeps with his Silky, though, I think. What's that? <laughs> it was his lovey. I don't know if I want to know what that means. <laughs> 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up what you want. Take control of the airwaves here. 1-855-450-3733. This is Free Talk Live. Here on Free Talk Live, we've been pretty excited about the Bitcoin. It's a decentralized free market digital currency. You can learn more about it at weusecoins.com. But if you already have some bitcoins and you'd like to spend them, you can spend them at spendbitcoins.com. When you spend bitcoins on Amazon via spendbitcoins.com, Free Talk Live gets a cut. Or if you're an Australian trying to figure out how to buy bitcoins, you can buy them with cash at au.spendbitcoins.com. Once again, that's spendbitcoins.com. Thank you. 
This is Free Talk Live. Toll-free number tonight, 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up anything you want, 1-855-450-3733. Join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. We give you all the features there, so enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com. And those features include the news updates. You can get signed up and we'll keep you in the loop whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live. Go to news.freetalklive.com. Get signed up there. Uh, That's news.freetalklive.com. As we continue here, we'll take your phone calls about whatever's on your mind. Let's go to Aaron listening in Indy to WUXNT. Hey, Aaron. Good evening. Let's try this again. Welcome, sir. Hey, uh, first of all, I'm from last night, and uh, I want to congratulate you guys. Uh, well, I don't know which one of you. I don't know your names personally. That's all right. Are you there? I'm Ian, and me? we've got Bo and, uh, and Michelle here as well. Okay, well, I'd like to congratulate the one that tried to... Uh, well, first of all, I appreciate the fact that you guys let people speak. Unlike sure. you, everybody's talking at the same time, you can't hear no one, you know? So that being said, uh, I'd like to congratulate your uh, co-worker there for trying to uh, stop your other co-worker from walking over the cliffs of ignorance. He was unsuccessful. Uh, he tried to stop her a couple of times. And some, uh, whoa, whoa, okay, wait, wait, wait. Let's just back this up. Are, are we doing a Michelle Seven is right thing? Because if you do, no, no, you've got I, to announce that. I think I think he was saying that uh, he's thanking me for calling you out last night, Michelle Seven. <laughs> Aaron, what what is it? Would you please be clear? <laughs> Aaron? Excuse me? Oh, I can finish speaking now? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. She was just okay. curious as to who you were talking I just, about. I just didn't want to interrupt. I didn't want to be rude and interrupt her while she was talking. No, what I was saying is that uh, she made a statement last night that about that uh, the only reason we voted for Obama is because he's black. I never said the only reason. I never said the only reason. I never said that. I was in the middle of a sentence. (laughs) I I don't cut across no one. I appreciate the same courtesy. What I was saying was that you you gave off this here vibe to me, which we usually get here in America, that the only reason a large percentage of black people voted for Obama is because it couldn't have been because we believed in his policies because we're too ignorant to do it for any other reason, you know. And then, and then you backed up. He tried to back you away from that cliff. Who is the we you're talking about? When another caller, who is the we? Who is the we you're talking about? Oh my gosh! No, can you, you, we need to clarify who is the we you're talking well, about? I'm trying to explain to myself, but I keep getting interrupted by only you. What I'm trying to say is, I'm trying to prove a point. It was another me too. Called in after me. There was a gentleman called in after me, and you said, don't you believe us? And then this was even worse. You said there's a certain social economic uh, part of our society that voted for him because he's 60% black. What you're saying is, now you're saying that uh, a certain economic status, I'm not poor. I got enough money to pay for every one of your salaries there tonight. (laughs) I'm sure you can afford my salary here. Oh, yes, I can. I'm sure. But what I'm saying is... Michelle doesn't get paid to come in, by the way, (laughs) uh, Aaron. You continue to bring these stereotypes in like it's embedded within you. Yeah, I agree agree with you, Aaron. I'm completely on board with what you have to say. I think that... that uh, Michelle was out of line last night, and I called her out on it. Uh, But, you know, are you calling just to rehash that? that Excuse me? 
Are you calling to rehash that tonight? Because I felt like I called her out on it pretty no, effectively no, no, last I night. course, Aaron, it's not a problem. Let's let Michelle go ahead and answer your uh, your question here. Michelle. Is there an actual question? No, I just wanted to make a statement and let you know that even though uh, uh, you might have been educated that way, brought up that way to think a certain way, everybody's not a monolithic in our, in our community. Everybody I, I don't think speak... I'm not making generalizations about an entire demographic. It has been my experience when I was down in Nashville, Tennessee, which is where I lived during the um, the last election. I lived in in the city, uh, in pretty much surrounded by um, an all black community and of lower income area. I lived in Germantown, and it's uh, down near the projects. And there were lots of people who said. I'm voting for Barack Obama because he's black. You actually spoke to somebody. Oh who told yeah, you yeah, that? yeah, definitely. But, but there you weren't can't, just, you can't there wasn't just one. There were lots of people. So I've well, asked. You mean, you, you, are you trying to tell me you never met no black that successful and living? Do, in the do you under, I, Okay, for, first of all, let me tell you, my ex-husband is African. My kids are more African oh, than white. than. Barack Obama. And so, yes, there were people that were saying both black and white. So I would have asked a white person if they said that they voted for Obama. I might have asked them if they voted for Obama because he was black. Maybe, but it sounds, it doesn't sound like that. To then go on, though, to make a distinction that he has, Barack Obama has continued the same foreign policy that George Bush has had. He's also continued the bailouts. He has continued the same economic policy. There really is no clear distinction you feel i i cannot disagree with you on that but it just seemed like you it, it seemed to be a form of entertainment and one, one point i get off here and appreciate your time there was an elderly lady called in right after me and you guys mistakenly thought she was talking about what can obama do for black people and when the other guy she straightened her out she said she wanted to say that he's a president for all the people but before she said that you specifically said and i quote when you thought she was talking about what he could do for black people, and you said, I love you. Oh, this is the type of caller I wanted to hear. <laughs> I didn't Get say that's the type of caller that I want to hear. Hey, I don't, I don't mind you. I don't mind you calling and, and telling me, trying to put me in line and everything. But if you're going to quote, you. hey, you're talking over me now. So why don't you extend the same courtesy? <laughs> I know. Did not, did not say I love you to that lady. I did say I love you. Why did you say that, Michelle? Because it certainly seemed, I, I, I think Aaron, I understand completely because where Because she did from. make my point. She did say what he's going to do for the black community. And so I'm really, I'm kind of fed up with this racial thing. I believe there's one race. There's the human race. I don't tend to uh, refer to people in terms of color. I ha- tend to refer to people in terms of flavor. I asked if you were dark chocolate. Right, and that would—I think that's kind of, uh, you know, professionally rude. But I'm pretty sure you wouldn't understand that. What I'm saying is, that's just would you go up to your boss, or would, if you went up to a Jewish community, would you say ask somebody if they're Jewish, the same or something like that? Yeah, I, I, no. I honestly, I think it's irrelevant uh, who, uh, like, well, what 
you are as far as a race and everything. So, you know... It, it, You're talking over him, and he didn't yell at you for talking over him, nor did he yell at Ian for talking over him. Just uh, yell at me. So maybe you don't like women. Oh, my goodness. Oh, come on. Will you let Bo continue here? Bo? My point proven. <laughs> No, I'm I'm just saying it it it, it seems it seems irrelevant. Uh, uh, I think uh, what what type of you know like this label. Um, again, I agree with you, Michelle, when you say that uh, it's it's all one race, human race, and everything. But at the same time, to ask um, what flavor are you or are you chocolate or whatever, I think is <laughs> it seems irrelevant. dodgy. Yeah. yeah, it seems dodgy. A- anyway, Aaron, I think you made some great points, and uh, I thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing and I from you. Thank you, guys, and that's what you were saying. I don't mind her saying that's what you're saying in a setting like at a bar or something, not on a professional talk show. Well, so I don't know how professional we are here. Nora. <laughs> so, so you don't mind that? So you mind the talk show? So it's the context. You wouldn't no, mind me if asking you're that. Nice, if you're in a setting around people that you relax and comfortable with, I don't know you know more than you know me. I relax and comfortable saying. right now. Well, you know, I'll give her credit that, uh, that you know, when you and guys... And this on a nice note. I'm sitting up here naked as a jaybird right now. Woo! Sexy. <laughs> oh, gosh. Now I'm being... Now I'm being... Well, there was some kind of sexual uh, fun that you guys had last night with the whole, st- question, you know, the statement about the your shadow is sweating. So it seemed like it was kind of a lighthearted <laughs> call in the beginning. You remember that, right, Michelle? It was good stuff. Anyway, uh-huh. Aaron, thanks for the call tonight. 855-450-FREE. You can take control here. It's uh, Free Talk Live. A technology is created that upends the foundations of society. The wheel, the printing press, the internet. Now, in a world sliding into financial chaos, a new technology is changing the way monetary systems work around the world. It is called Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a new form of money, controlled not by banks, governments, or corporations, but through mutual commerce between free individuals. To learn more, visit WeUseCoins.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free and bring up what you want at 855-450-FREE. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. Enjoy all the features that we have there for you. Once again, freetalklive.com here with you tonight. It's Ian. And Bo. And Michelle. And uh, you can also visit uh, SACL CAI. If you have a company that needs to try something new in the area of collections, you should hook up with SACL CAI because they do collections early out billing and they purchase charged off receivables. SACL's employees are trained in resolving issues for your customers and treating them with respect. So that way you can collect your money and keep them as clients down the line as well. SACL CAI. See their banner at the top of the banner column at freetalklive.com. Long time, big time supporter of Free Talk Live. Thanks to SACL CAI. As we go to your phone calls. By the way, though. Uh, coming up, what we can do, uh, kind of in response to Aaron's call regarding uh, Barack Obama, because that's what he called about last night. Uh, we kind of pointed out some of the ways in which Barack Obama is similar to George W. Bush, and he didn't really seem to want to believe it or, or or really hear that part of the conversation. And so I've got actually a hundred ways, and I don't think we're going to get through them all, uh, but we'll go through some of them. One hundred ways that Barack Obama is just like George W. Bush. But first, we'll go to Bill listening in Indy to WXNT. Hey, Bill. Um, can I talk to Michelle for a second? I like her. <laughs> She's right here. Okay, Michelle. Now, do I take it you like your coffee black? 
Um, actually, I like it with a little bit of cream. That's what I was going to say. I like a little cream in my coffee. Oh, yeah. I just, I'm just kidding with you. Um, why are we so sexually messed up in this country? I mean, we're such hypocrites. You're sexually uh, messed up. Well, we're, we're so inconsistent. Like, the first thing that comes to my mind is all you men out there, you don't want your daughters to have sex until they're 30 years old, but you want your sons to have it at 15. <laughs> really? I don't. Yeah. <laughs> You're not a man. You're not. A, he said all oh, you men. I, okay. You know, and, and then you women, you use this sex as you withhold it to get whatever you want. I don't know what it is that you're after, but it's like a it's like a weapon against men. It's like a tool. Well, now hold on a second. Don't you men guys the, value it? Right. Don't men <laughs> open themselves up to that by being so uh, desperate for it? Well, yeah, they, they they don't know how to play poker very well. Well, right. So I don't think that's the woman's fault. I mean, if she's bringing something that's desirable if he could to poker the table. better, then uh, he probably <laughs> would have a better deal. Yeah, I think the men are at fault in that particular arrangement because yeah, they, uh, they, they make it too obvious. You got to play the, the what is the reverse psychology? You know, please don't throw me in the briar patch. Isn't that the old you know fable? Like, well, if you ever here's the way I use. I always say, well. Uh, I'm not sure I like girls. You know, I've never been with a girl before. And then the girl all of a sudden, like, wants to, you know. Ah, she wants to convert you. You got it. <laughs> Have a good one, you guys. Good call, Bill. I Bye-bye. appreciate hearing from you tonight. 855-450-FREE. That's a good That's a good. He's kind of naughty. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, I think that, you know, he's right as far as stereotypes are concerned. Certainly. Uh, women know they have something that men desire very much. And if men weren't so desirous of that, if they could uh, control themselves, then maybe uh, it would be a more equitable situation when it comes to who holds the cards uh, in sex. You know, hmm. if, if a man was offering something that a woman desired, then uh, you know maybe both play, people would come to the table on a more equal playing field. My husband and I used to have a fun game. And it, I mean, like we, we, um, we both laughed about it, but... It was serious because, you know, men and women tend to have a different sex drive. And is that know, true? Yeah, I think so. Like, what do I you think, mean? Well, for example, I, you know, I hear that um, teenage boys, you know, masturbate about five times a day. Is, is like, that true, too? I heard that, too, when I was growing up. For me, it wasn't true. But uh, then again, I guess I don't have the same sex drive as yeah. the average person. Uh, I, I Bo, think are you it's going to weigh in on this. Well, yeah, I think it's going to depend on all kinds of factors. <laughs> no. How many times a day do you masturbate? <laughs> a, a day? <laughs> you don't masturbate at least once a day? Not every day, no. <laughs> okay. So I'm you're saying get you've really got a higher sex drive. You're saying you've got a higher sex drive then, right? I guess so. I, I, I think it's going <laughs> to... Everybody's different. Oh, right, dear. exactly. You, you can't, I don't think you can lump it up to say uh, every guy is going to be this way and every girl is going to be this way. I think it's uh, dependent on the, the individual. So, But what yeah. were you going to say? Yeah, there may well, be some so, general sometimes, rules. He, sometimes, you know, he just needed a, um, like, okay, we're... I, I, I need something right now. And it was an indication, stop whatever you're doing. Hmm. And he'd say, uh, CC. And I'd say, BJ. <laughs> and that was, he was offering me his credit card. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we were married and it was, you know, fun. And it was like, and it, and it was fun. And, yeah. you know, it was like. I could be Is in the it prostitution middle. if you're married and you still have sex for money? <laughs> well, actually, I got accused by his lawyer of, of being a prostitute, of prostituting myself to him. Um, and, I mean, uh, if prostitution and, is having sex for money. Right, and exactly. The, even, claim was, the claim was that that's how I got my house, was that um, I... You gave enough BJs. 
Well, yeah, that no. that I that I you know <laughs> made love to my husband and he signed the house over to me. I'm like, well, that's true. A deal's a deal. I yeah, guess. Like, and the, and the um, and the uh, the lawyer said, well, that's not fair. I'm like, well, I'm just that good. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what are you gonna say? I mean, like, I was actually yeah. in tears. I was actually really upset by that. But you know, um, but now I can laugh about it. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. So, you know, we'll talk to you about sex. We'll talk to you about uh, <laughs> Barack Obama, George W. Bush, uh, whatever it is that uh, that you want to discuss. 1-855-450-3733. But I think, uh, you know, sex drives, I don't know, you know if you're built with them or, you know, you're born with, uh, with them or where that, that comes from. But definitely, you know, each person's an individual. And I think, obviously, drives can come and go, too. So some people probably... Uh, you know, get yep. uh, hornier at uh, certain times as opposed to other times, and uh, how those ebbs and flows work out with each individual. I guess it all depends. Eight five five four. Taking your vitamins, Bo. <laughs> supposed to mean. <laughs> Uh, so we'll continue here, and you can bring up anything you want. Now then, uh, Bush 2.0, 100 ways Barack Obama is just like George W. Bush. The article's a little bit on the old side, but it doesn't mean it's any less accurate. It's about probably uh, several months old at this point. Number one, Iraq. We should have known in 2008 that we wouldn't see any real change from the Obama administration. This website, by the way, is HumbleLibertarian.com. Despite campaigning for the U.S. Senate in 2004 on a platform of voting against Bush's war budgets, when he became a senator, Obama voted for every single one of Bush's requests to continue funding war in the Middle East. Apparently, his streak of broken promises started long before campaigning for the White House. And then right off the bat, in February of 2009, a mere month into his administration, Obama revealed a phony withdrawal plan that would take three months longer than promised and leave a whopping 50,000 troops in Iraq out of the 135,000 that were there when he assumed the office. Eight months later, in October of 2009, 131,000 troops remained in Iraq, and Obama sent another thousand at the request of theater commanders. Number two, first surge in Afghanistan. You think Iraq was bad? It gets better. Mr. Hope and Change kicked off his presidency with a 17,000-troop surge to Afghanistan in February of 2009. That's 17,000 troops, and don't defend him. Don't say it was necessary to help win the war there. You would not have defended Bush, and you know it. Mr. Obama started his presidency by radically escalating Bush's war. So those are two big ones. Uh, but there's more. Number three, the second surge in Afghanistan. By December of '09, less than a year into his presidency, Obama decided to outdo even himself and send another whopping 30,000 troops to Afghanistan. By this point, al-Qaeda was scattered and devastated. Our troops were fighting overseas someone else's civil war, not defending our freedoms or our safety. Number four, a phony Afghan withdrawal. In June of 2011, Obama announced a troop withdrawal from Afghanistan, and true to form, it was as phony as his Iraq withdrawal. Even if he stays on schedule and makes the most radical withdrawal on the table by the end of 2012, which would be 30,000 troops, there would still be more than twice as many troops as there were in January of 2009 when Obama took office. Only in the Orwellian world of U.S. foreign policy could something like that be called a withdrawal. Again, these are the 100 ways Barack Obama is just like George W. Bush. He continued the Bush policies of warmongering. He continued uh, Bush's... Uh, the Patriot Act. The, absolutely. He's reinstated uh, Patriot Act provisions, has, uh, has increased the power of the Guantanamo, executive office. Guantanamo Bay is still open. Right, even though he promised he was going to shut it down. I mean, this... The drug war. Please. Drone really. strikes. 
In fact, right here, number five, Michelle, you don't have this list in front of you, do you? Nope. The rise of drone warfare. Smart, yeah. uh, Obama administration's continued and extensive use of weaponized aerial drones to bomb enemy targets in countries throughout the Middle East. Uh, sometimes resulting in the deaths of dozens of civilians at a time when the drone operators or intelligence uh, makes a mistake, has touched off a drone arms race with the rest of the world, most notably China. Number six, bombing campaign in Yemen. Bush bombed in Yemen, but Obama really stepped it up. Bombing campaign in Somalia, number seven. Number eight, bombing campaign in Pakistan. Nine, bombing campaign in Libya. (laughs) I mean, 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. If you're telling yourself a story about uh, Barack Obama and how different he is, I don't know if you're really paying attention. 1-855-450-3733. Criminals are criminals, and in this case, politicians are all the same. There are very, very little difference between these people. Made legitimate by you. More coming up. Hey, college students. The Independent Institute in Oakland, California is putting on the Challenge of Liberty seminar this summer. You can spend a week connecting with other liberty-minded students from around the world, attending seminars with libertarian luminaries, and grappling with pressing issues facing the world's economy and its people. Go to seminar.freetalklive.com. It's $195 for the class and $300 for the room and meals at the beautiful Notre Dame de Namur University in Belmont, California. Seminar.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves toll-free, 855-453, the SACL-CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com and enjoy the features that are waiting for you there. Once again, that's freetalklive.com, and joining you in the studio this evening, it's Ian and Bo. And Michelle. All right. So, of course, you can bring up anything you want. We're going to go to your phone calls here in a moment. Also, uh, there's news about a particular comedian, Fred Willard, allegedly has been caught with his pants down at a uh, sex theater, an adult movie theater in, I think, believe, uh, yeah, Los Angeles. Uh, there's uh, very similar themes here to what happened to Pee Wee Herman, uh, Paul Rubens, a number of uh, years ago. It's Gosh, it must be like... 20 years now at this point since uh, Pee Wee got, got busted. So that's in the news. Uh, we can talk about that, but of course your calls are the primary element here. So we go to the phones and to uh, the fun. Let's talk to Chris listening in Boston. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, Chris. Chris in Boston, going once. Yeah, hi. Uh, yeah, like, I, I kind of I want to talk about how, like, like, the government, man, like, they don't care about, like, if they're outlawing marijuana and like, I think that shit needs to oh, get Oh, you gotta legalized. go. Thanks for the call. You can't say the S word on the radio. Sorry about that. It sounded like the same guy that called in earlier. Did, did, did that yeah. sound like yeah. the same guy? Yeah, it's yeah. only one call per night anyway. So uh, 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Just to remind people listening on the internet, uh, this is a radio show, and that means we're on over uh, you know dozens of stations across the country. Over 100 stations take us throughout the week at various different times, and while I personally don't have an objection to somebody using the S word, uh, it doesn't bother me. Uh, it does tend to bother advertisers, and it certainly bothers the FCC, and it does bother you know the people that program our radio stations that carry the show. So we have to have to protect those folks uh, and protect their licenses, and that's just and one you of made our an agreement. Yeah. So 
That's one of our responsibilities. So if you can say what you want, you can say almost anything that you want to on Free Talk Live, but we do have to stay within those FCC boundaries. So keep that in mind when you call in. Otherwise, it's just not going to get on the air, and then you've there wasted your time. There are four words you can't say, right? No, there's no specific list of uh, of words, um, but there are words that are that are that tend to be considered as profane. Can you say uh, donkey? But the other one, can you say that, the donkey? word for donkey? Uh, you can, yes, but you can't say it in say a sexual connotation. Oh, so. Uh, yeah, the things that are considered uh, obscene uh, are not allowed. <laughs> I'm going to be quiet now for the rest the of the night and practice self-government. So, I mean, we can talk about adult topics. That's not a problem. In fact, I think Free Talk Live is a very ma- mature-oriented uh, talk radio program, and we do discuss a number of adult things on this show. Uh, so we can talk about sex and we can talk about violence. We just have to uh, you know, approach it in a uh, non-pandering sort of a manner, if that makes any sense. Yes. So, 855-450-FREE. And, you know, let's talk about sex. Here's uh, Fred Willard. Uh, according to E! Entertainment News uh, and also TMZ.com and about a thousand other news sources, uh, he has been arrested as of a couple nights ago in an adult movie theater in Hollywood. Uh, the Apparently the Tiki – what is it? The Tiki Theater in Hollywood is where he was arrested. He allegedly, according to police, had his penis in his hand – I think it would be a crime if you were watching porn and you weren't whacking off. What would be the point? (laughs) Well, and you mentioned, Michelle, that you saw some news that said there was actually an undercover cop in the movie theater. That's how I got busted, an undercover vice. Really? Yeah, really. I mean, what a lame job. Can you imagine going and saying, remove your hand from your penis? <laughs> right. Now, Fred is denying this actually happened. He's saying it's, uh, it's they've got him, you know, it, it's just a false accusation. Um, the city apparently is offering what they call the alternative prosecution program, where he would, in, uh, I guess, enroll in some kind of a two-week-long course that would be related to obeying uh, sexual <laughs> deviancy laws, uh, and if he enrolls in this course, well, they'll where they'll try to I don't know what teach him not to play with himself, uh, the or at least in public. Uh, this isn't really in public; it's in a darkened movie theater. I mean, really, what's the problem here? I didn't understand it when it happened to uh, Paul Rubens back in the '90s, and I still don't understand it today. And I just don't I don't get it. I mean, look, I understand like why somebody would be offended if there was some guy who was touching himself in public or like, in just a regular movie theater. <laughs> right. Or looking, you know, lewdly at somebody and uh, touching himself. That makes sense. That's creepy. That's kind of wrong. Uh, but if you're standing outside of a school while kids are playing on a playground. That's yeah, inappropriate. Yeah, totally. Uh, that you know, I could understand taking that person away from from there. Yeah. Although I don't think that there's still a real crime. Uh, I mean, it's rude. I mean, it's uncouth. It's mm-hmm. something that is unacceptable socially. But ultimately, I think the only way to really solve that problem is to just remove the person from the premises. Hey, hey, buddy. Mm-hmm. Could, Go in a bathroom or something. You, you right. Know, get a get a room. Yeah. Uh, you don't need to be doing this near near the playground. But putting somebody in a cage and forcing everybody to pay for that person's three meals a day and give them a place to sleep. I mean, I'm not interested in paying for that. All right. I think I'm with Michelle on this. I I, I honestly I I don't see the point. 
<laughs> and going and watching porn without doing something like that. So I like I'm not going to necessarily go to an establishment like that. Right, because but... you know that the guy that was sitting in the seat before you was probably <laughs> doing that. Yeah, right. so gross. Yeah, that's that's la, what la, I don't la, understand. La, la, la. How do these uh, how do these porn theaters still exist? Well, I don't see how anybody can go in there and be offended. So I don't right. understand the need for a state agent. Well, to apparently be in the there. only time anyone's ever offended is if it's a state agent that's in there. Right. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Why? Why would anybody sitting in a porno movie theater with other people be shocked and surprised that somebody's furtively moving over off, you know, to the right of their, uh, you know, field of vision? But the guy, the guy's seventy-two years old. Yeah. I'm stoked. And he's that very he's funny, still by the way. Getting it up and everything, like go. <laughs> I guess rock on. you know, guys don't lose their sex drive. I mean, I've, no, I've seen heard of some horny old old dudes before. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, your thoughts are welcome here. Did, if Fred did this, let's, let's presume he did. He's saying he didn't do it. Let's presume that he did. Uh, if he did this, what's the crime? Who's the victim? Is the movie theater the victim? I mean, if, well, the, movie, shocked? Right? if the movie theater had a posted rule mm-hmm. that said there's no masturbating in the theater during the show. Then it'd yep. be a violation of private property. Right? Exactly. Right. And he should when you violate private property rules, the correct answer is to remove someone from the property. And it would be a you don't get arrested dis- for walking in a Burger King with no shoes on. You just get right. asked to leave. It would, right. And it would be a civil matter, not a criminal one. Right. If the theater believed that he damaged, say, the back of the seat uh, in front of him by staining it or something like that, then you know he might have to pay. <laughs> he might have to pay for uh, some kind of uh, you know uh, seat carpet covers. cleaning mm-hmm. or whatever. So, I, again, what's the crime? Who's the victim? Why can't the vice squad just go and do something else? I mean, because this is ridiculous. It says here, uh, here's the long and short of it. In California, it's not automatically illegal to masturbate in a public place like a movie theater. It's only illegal if the act occurs within eyeshot. <laughs> Ew. What's your face doing down there anyway? Of people who might be a <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay. Um, with an eye shot of people who might be offended. Might be offended. Right. What are you in doing? In an adult theater. <laughs> theater. No one, is go- no one should be offended by someone playing with themselves in an adult theater. Triple X. Hardcore porn. And please, can someone explain to me how this, this old model... I mean, is the theater full of men in their 70s? Because... Doesn't Fred have the internet? I mean, really? Do you right. need to go to a theater? Is it? Is there something about seeing it on a big screen? Is that why? Oh, maybe getting off in public. But it's not really in public. You're in a darkened movie theater. Yeah. So, I right. mean... In a place where, where it's uh, socially acceptable. So if you get off be. on... Uh, right. If you get off on, on doing it in public, it really wouldn't satisfy. Yeah, they, yeah that's not something a flasher is going to do. <laughs> a flasher is not going to stand in the back of a darkened movie theater and flash himself. No one's going to be paying attention. They're all looking at the screen, except the vice cop, who apparently is uh, eyeballing people's laps. No, no. Why is that guy getting a salary for sitting in theaters... In a porn theater? ...watching for people masturbating? Right. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Yeah, I agree. I, I question the police officer here and why he would choose to accept a job like this. What's wrong with him? What's uh, what's his sexual deviancy? Right. 855-450-FREE. SACL CAI toll-free line. You can take control of the airwaves. Your thoughts on the porn movie theaters or whatever's on your mind. Free talk live. 
DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office products, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Shop.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, get a great deal, and a portion of your purchase goes to benefit Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon via shop.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves here toll-free at 855-453-free. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features on the site. Once again, that's freetalklive.com. Have you ever gone to an adult movie theater before? I have never even considered it. Me neither. Uh, I've been to my computer before. Right. You know, in the uh, privacy of my own home. Yeah. I mean, I don't understand the appeal of it. Um, I don't, you know, you're not I'd really I'd be grossed out by the seats and... Uh. Yeah, it seems like it's a skeevy kind of a place. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, they're, maybe they have some really clean adult movie theaters where they're going in there and cleaning up after every single show, uh. but... Uh, you know, I just don't get the impression that that would be a really clean kind of place to be. I don't like be. strip clubs either. I've been once. I went with my husband really? one time. Yeah, because I'm like, okay, well, I'll go check it out. It's kind and... of scuzzy, right? Yeah, I mean... yeah, scuzzy. Yeah, so uh, so we're talking about Fred Willard, who's been uh, busted allegedly for uh, pleasuring himself in a darkened movie theater in L.A., in uh, Hollywood. Uh, and so your thoughts are welcome on that, or you can bring up anything you want, 855-450-FREE. I uh, want to also tell you about Freedoms Phoenix. They're uncovering the secrets and exposing the lies. That's what the readers of freedomsphoenix.com get every day. Readers of freedomsphoenix.com are constantly provided detailed real news that lies between the lines of propaganda and the relationship we have with coercive governments. Freedomsphoenix.com offers up-to-the-minute updates on the economy, technology, communications, and the rise of the police state. Go now to freedomsphoenix.com, get signed up for their free daily dispatch. That's freedomsphoenix.com. As we go to your calls, your thoughts are welcome about what you want. It's Robbie listening in Little Rock to XM Satellite Radio's America's Talk. Hey, Robbie. Hey, uh, on the the other theater incident, the one that happened in Aurora, not the one you're talking about. The theater shooting, Uh, right. Yeah, we have been talking about two theater incidents today. Right, right. The alleged theater shooting. I, I don't believe that it happened because there's a sign that says no weapons allowed. So I know that murderers honor signs. And so there's no possible way he could have uh, done that. <laughs> Right. Yeah, the, the, this whole thing's a hoax because uh, no one would have possibly have disobeyed the uh, no, no weapons rule at the movie theater, right? Yeah. Correct, correct. So there's no way that that could have happened. Yeah, that's a good point. It's foolproof, you know. Let's just expand on that real quick, Robbie. I mean, obviously you're you're tongue-in-cheek there, but uh, it's a good point because, uh, you know, people believe that these rules stop people, whether it's a private rule at the theater or it's the government banning uh, weapons or whatever. It never stops the criminal element. It only stops obedient people. It only stops law-abiding people. They're the ones who are disarming themselves because they want to do what is being requested of them or in the case of government demanded of them, uh, but it doesn't stop the people who have the criminal mindset who are going to do whatever they want to other human beings, regardless of what right. the law or the rules say. Right, and, and, and the, sign, the sign actually encourages somebody to, to, to come there because it says, well, this is a gun-free zone. Right, attack I, our customers. Right. Right. Well, and I wanted to bring up another point too real quick. Uh-huh. Uh, 
we know that Al Qaeda at the airport they dress up like little old ladies. Uh, they dress up like <laughs> nuns. They dress up like little children and people in wheelchairs. We know that they do that. So logic would tell us that Al Qaeda probably also dresses up like police officers. So under the new, if you see something, say something rule. If you see a cop carrying a gun at an airport, how do we know that that's not an Al Qaeda officer? It's a great and, point. Uh, someone. As an Al Qaeda guy, uh, uh, you know, disguising himself as a police officer. So, under the see something, say something, I advise people if they see a cop with a gun to report it to the authorities that you saw a man with a gun who looked suspicious. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. Just to be safe, that way they can check him out because we know that Al Qaeda dresses up like nuns and, uh, you know, they they roll through there in wheelchairs and they, they. some disguised as little children. Robbie, so, yeah, I th- uh, I'd say you're right on it. And I forget, I've heard this suggestion before, and it's very good. You know, pick up the phone and call in on the pol- call the police on the police. Like, uh, yeah, there's a creepy guy driving through my neighborhood. He's staring at people. He's right. got these blue gang colors. Yeah, he's know. flashing gang colors, and uh, he's got a weapon. Or Absolutely. someone driving while looking at their computer and on the phone at the same time. Right. Yeah, they do <laughs> right. that stuff all the time. Robbie, great call, man. Thanks for making it tonight. Appreciate hearing day. from you. 855-450-FREE. And really, these are the people you really have to be afraid of. I mean, the odds that you'll ever get in, uh, in an encounter with some sort of real terrorist as people imagine terrorists uh, are very very small but the odds you'll have an encounter with the police who really are terrorizing peaceful people out there on a regular basis are very high in comparison right and you have to rely on oh am i going to run into a good cop quote-unquote or a bad cop today you know you you don't know like if you don't know the or a good cop doing bad things i mean there's, right. there's only a difference of degrees between what police are willing to do to peaceful people right. they're, they're arresting peaceful people at all all times and i consider that terrorism i mean taking a peaceful person taking them out of their their life taking them out of their role in society their job their mm-hmm. career uh ruining their family and just you know taking them and putting them in a cage that hurts that does a lot of damage to people and that's that's terrorism if you ask me yeah it's far real more terrorists right i mean these government guys are putting over 800,000 people a year in jail cells just because they had some pot. I mean, that's far more damage than any terrorist has ever done. Ever. 855-450-FREE as we continue here. Uh, you can bring up absolutely anything that you want. Fred Willard uh, claiming he did not uh, pleasure himself in the adult theater, which, why'd you go if you... Well, were they saying that he <laughs> fulfilled this or he just had his... Penis in his Are you hand. asking whether he climaxed? Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, I don't think that, right. They're just no, saying they're just knows. saying that he. I thought it was a lewd act, so it could just be that he was what. Well, the allegation is that he had his penis in his hand, according to TMZ.com. I guess they've looked at the. Have you uh, ever watched report. a professional baseball game? Those guys have their penis in their hands for half the game. Yeah, but I guess they're still in their pants, so it's okay. <laughs> so oh, okay. I wonder if he had climaxed, if they would have charged him with graffiti. <laughs> well, oh what gosh. happens if you're in the if you're in the theater and you never remove your uh, penis from your pants? You just rub it and just yeah, rub it through your pants. Is that legal, or is that a lewd act? Is it only a lewd act if you're doing it in someone else's view? I don't know. Or, I had some of my best makeout sessions in movie theaters when I was a kid. That stuff happens all Friday the time. Friday the Thirteenth, man. That. I know that if I'm out in like uh, Central Square or something smoking a joint um, and a cop doesn't see me, uh, you know, 
It didn't no happen to them. Yeah. <laughs> if a tree falls in the forest and no one is around, does it make a sound? Uh, let's go uh, continue with you and your thoughts. Let's go to Brian listening in Arkansas to XM Satellite Radio's America's Talk. Hey, Brian. Hey, guys uh, and gals. Uh, uh, love your show. Listen to it every night. Thank I was in the Marine Corps uh, quite a few years. Let me, let me throw this scenario out. Now, I am not really a conspiracy theorist, but Anytime that you throw uh, smoke grenades out, that's a concealment. He had to learn that from somewhere. You just don't, you know, pick that up and go with it. Uh, the Internet can teach a, you everything, though, don't you think? I don't know. I mean, you, uh, possibly. but Maybe he learned it from watching I mean, cops. Uh, yeah, possibly. <laughs> But, I mean, that's what they do. Uh, they throw know. smoke grenades into houses and tear gas and things like that. So that's the most common usage of uh, this sort of technology is is by the police. I know you're going somewhere with your point, so hang on, Brian. We'll bring you back here in a moment. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. XM hears the show two hours late, so they're just now hearing our first hour where we were talking mm. about the theater shooting. So we're getting a lot of response on that. Uh, so we've got two theater topics that are active right now. Theater where there was a violent shooting and a theater where there was a peaceful shooting. 855-450-FREE. <laughs> SACL CAI toll-free line. Free Talk Live. Do you have a website or product that you make available to people nationally or even internationally? Free Talk Live is heard on more than 100 radio stations and two XM channels. FTL's also been voted five times the best political podcast of the year and four times been named to Talkers Magazine's Heavy 100 list, the 100 most important radio programs in the country. We can do ad packages for you from as little as $500 a month on up to $3,000. I'll work with you to customize a package that will work within your budget. Contact me, Mark, at mark at freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves toll-free at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com. Enjoy all the features that we give to you there. Once again, that's freetalklive.com. Here with you tonight, it's Ian. Oops, sorry, Bo. Try that again. And Bo. And Michelle. All right. So uh, Bo's here, by the way, from uh, VictimlessCrimeSpree.com. He is the editor of Derek J's Victimless Crime Spree. And in fact, by the end of the show tonight, we're going to announce the new trailer, which will be available for you to view uh, publicly online. Uh, So that's pretty exciting. It is in the process of being processed on YouTube as we speak. Uh, So we'll let you know when and where you can go and see that. Uh, 855-450-FREE is the number. Uh, Of course, you can bring up anything you want. Also, want to invite you over to listen.freetalklive.com. You get tuned into live streams there. We've got broadband, midband, and narrowband versions of the program, and they're all available free to you. In fact, you can can listen in whatever way you want, on your computer, on your mobile device. Of course, there's also over 100 great radio stations that air the show on AM and FM throughout the country. In addition to that, satellite listening choices include xm satellite radio where we're heard on two different channels throughout the week we also have our free-to-air ku band satellite channel the webcam and the listen lines that allow you to call from any phone that can dial long distance 
All the details are over at listen.freetalklive.com. As we go back to the phones here, we lost, uh, I believe, the last gentleman that we had on the line. So let's go to Jay listening in Albuquerque, also listening to XM's America's Talk. Jay, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, how you doing? Hey. Um, I'm a I'm a vet of 10 years, and um, I was deployed uh, twice to Iraq and everything. But this, uh, this, this gun shooting incident in Colorado, it kind of concerns me because they have that a uh, small arms treaty that they're going to sign. Do you think this would be like maybe a a false flag? Who knows if it's a false flag? First of all, I'm glad you're back. I'm glad you're safe. And that's that's great. From being in the military. Well, yeah. When you say the small arms treaty, what is that? Well, Obama wants to sign that. Uh, it's a small arms treaty to... Uh, uh, With the UN? The, yeah, it's a UN resolution. Arms, like, start regulating... Well, aren't they already regulated? I mean, guns are heavily regulated in this country. So, what do we? What's the proposal exactly? All well, handguns confiscated. Everyone have some some more security. I mean, you know, we we do false flags all the time. That's all come to light. You know. Wait a minute. I'm I'm confused, Michelle. You just said that they're going to ban all firearms. Mm-hmm. Is that is that what you've heard, uh, Jay? Yes, I have. Wow, that's if pretty you just crazy. Look it up, you just Google. You know right there small arms treaty yeah certainly this will become something that will be an issue uh likely at the election uh the candidates will likely be posturing on this um and obviously if they ban well, firearms both, it's pretty both, scary yeah but i mean both candidates in, in general are are all about gun control you got obama and, and you know i mean the presumptive candidate whatever romney you mm-hmm. know i mean they're both playing into goldman sachs and the globalist you know good thoughts jay anything else you want to share tonight no, that's it. Appreciate hearing from you, and I expect that uh, people uh, won't be, hopefully, won't turn their guns in if they just go ahead and ban them, and then let them uh, let them try to to uh, to confiscate them all. Good luck to that, because there are a whole there are a whole lot of guns in this country, and it's going to be very difficult uh, for them to get their their hands on all of them. Thanks well, for the call, Jay. You know, look at what they did with Katrina. I mean, they went they in, just went door to door, door to door, and. Um, you know, with that that threat of force, and they don't they come to your home, and they're one to five of you. It's yeah. not like you know. And, and if See, there are is... two of them, and they've got not only the gun in their hand, they've got the law behind them that's going to uphold whatever it is that they do to you. I, I think this is why it's uh, such a great thing to be in in close knit communities like uh, what, what's spawning from the Free State Project. Mm-hmm. You know, just just being around people who who are self sufficient and responsible and clear and level headed. Um, I'm, well, and people who are willing to respond to a situation. So if something like this were to happen here, uh, then it would just be a matter of a phone call going out to the activist community to like the Porcupine four one one system, where uh, you leave a message and it's delivered to hundreds of recipients, and then people, if they're available, can come out and respond in person to a situation that's going down. And, you know, that could make things very difficult for them. I don't advocate violence in response to violence. I advocate peace. So, you know, that's why I sat in front of a police car once when they were trying to kidnap a friend of mine in the local park for having an open container of alcohol. And if more people would take uh, peaceful, nonviolent, disobedient actions that are non-cooperative, it could really put, you know, gum up the works of a gun confiscation without without actually resorting to violence, which, of course, is exactly what they want you to do. Then you're playing into their hand. They've trained for violence. They're prepared for that. And they're itching, likely, to use violence against you. And that that would give them the excuse. I love this quote um, Murray Rothbard wrote in the introduction to Etienne de la Beauté's The Politics of Obedience. That's a great little pamphlet. Yes. 
Mass civil disobedience being a direct act on the part of large masses of people is far more revolutionary in launching a transformation of the system itself. It is also more elegant and profound in theoretical terms, flowing immediately as it does from Labotti's insight about power necessarily resting on popular consent. For then, the remedy to power is simply to withdraw that consent. Say no in mass. And I, that's one of the reasons why I do those things. People will say to me, like, well, Ian, we need you on the air. It's so important to have you on the air. And I, I'm glad that you like the show, and I appreciate people that uh, you know, enjoy hearing me on the show. Thanks for that. Uh, but if I don't do what I'm advocating, then that makes me a hypocrite. And, uh, and I want people to be able to see that, hey, it's not the end of the world if you engage in non-cooperation. Uh, if you are peacefully non-cooperating, peacefully engaging in civil disobedience, you can really contribute to you know jamming up the system and and contribute, I think, to a positive change, especially the more people uh, that do it. So I think it's really important for people to do those things, which is why I do them. Let's go uh, continue, though, with you and your thoughts. Michael's in Texas in McAllen. You're on Free Talk Live, Michael. And you're listening yes, to Yes, uh, hi. Good evening. I really very much appreciate what y'all do. Welcome, sir. I live, live down here on the Mexican border, and... Uh, uh, something that's infuriated so many people is this uh, U.S. Justice Department, the ATF, uh, sending thousands of weapons, automatic weapons, grenades into the hands of the into the hands of the drug cartels in Mexico. Fast and furious. And yeah, fast and furious, and that's become you know it's put Eric Holder on on well he should be arrested and for you know covering this up and put out of office, but. Um, I guess well, that's was, not going to happen. And he was responsible for someone, really indirectly, but still um, responsible for someone being killed with one of those guns. So one of their own agents, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Well, and thousands of Mexicans, even even uh, uh, good Mexican citizens. Um, sure. But, I mean, these, cart- these cartels the are ruthless. Yeah, we used to go to Mexico all the time. Uh, Saturday night, Friday night. Now nobody nobody goes over there. Uh, and it's it's just really become like going into a war zone. Well, right, and the federal government's to... at fault, uh, you know, from the origin of all this because they're it's the ones criminal. who prohibited. They are the ones who prohibited the drugs in the first place. And had they not prohibited drugs, then all of the drugs that are crossing the border right now would not be, uh, you know, if there were any drugs crossing the border, then they would be doing it legally. Uh, you know, if marijuana were coming across the border, it would be coming across openly. There would be no need to hide it. So therefore, criminals wouldn't need to be involved. And certainly, more dangerous criminals get involved as the danger level increases. You know, with higher, uh, you know, more, uh, I guess, deadly drugs, that sort of thing. Methamphetamine, for instance, you get a really much more dangerous criminal element than those that are involved in the marijuana trade. But all of this happens as a consequence to prohibition. And so they created the problem in the first place, and now they're feeding that problem by sending guns over there. So they're they're exacerbating it. Well, I I am very much in tune with the alternative media and uh, the person that called in before uh, the there's a lot of very credible evidence, evidence, and there's documents that uh, that have been leaked that show that what the Justice Department is trying to do is to create an international uh, uh, anger towards the American Second Amendment, so, so that we would sign on to these UN treaties to ban firearms. It's a reasonable theory. Michael, thanks for the call. I appreciate hearing from you tonight. Moments remain. Coming up, your chance to get on. We'll uh, be able to sneak in if you make the call now. 855-450-FREE. That's 1-855-450-FREE. 
888-346-3733. You take control. This is Free Talk Live. On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation, investment, and barter currency. We've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some great rates on some hand-picked gold and silver pieces. U.S. Eagles, British Sovereigns, 20 Francs, Lakota Nation Silver Rounds, Montana Silver Reserves, and Walking Liberty Halves. Call 877-857-9938 or go to gold.freetalklive.com. The shipping is the same for one as it is for 20, so try to get as many as you can all at once. Gold.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. Moments remain, but enough time for you and your thoughts. If you make the call now at 855-450-FREE, that is the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. Join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. And by the way, if you wanted to hear more of those 100 reasons, there's no way we'd be able to touch on them all in this show, the 100 reasons that uh, Barack Obama is basically George Bush 2.0, 100 ways he's just like George W. Bush. You can go to HumbleLibertarian.com to get the full list, and I will post that with the uh, the show prep tonight over at bbs.freetalklive.com. So go to bbs.freetalklive.com. There's a show notes section there where you can link to uh, some of the stuff we've been talking about. So 855-450-FREE is the number here. And don't forget, you can also support Free Talk Live by shopping with us. You go to shop.freetalklive.com and you'll find links to Amazons, different Amazons for different countries. So there's Amazon US, Amazon Canada, Amazon UK. You click into the right Amazon for you and get your shopping taken care of and get the stuff you want delivered to your door. Once again, that's shop.freetalklive.com. When you enter Amazon through those links, Free Talk Live gets a portion of the purchase price. It's a great way for you to get what you want and help Free Talk Live at the same time. Let's go to Brian in Arkansas. Brian, uh, you uh, you called earlier, is that right? Yes, sir. All right, you're back. Uh, go ahead, sir. Sorry about that. I ran out of cell phone power. Understood. If you ever have a, a cell phone error, you can always call back. Uh, normally, it's a one call per night limit, but if there's a technical difficulty, obviously, we're going to waive that rule. So go ahead with your thoughts. Oh, thank you. Um, his action of violence and the speed of action. I mean, this guy, how, why was he so quick? Why did he have body armor? And, and why did he have uh, smoke grenades? This guy was not alone. This was a well-planned-out, well-thought-out action of violence. You don't think somebody could have done this on uh, on their own? I don't understand I don't, why. I, I, why they would Well, here's, here's why. Why did he need a gas mask? He had I mean, smoke grenades. Yeah, obviously, if you've never, ever, ever planned anything like that, you've had to smell that smoke. All right. Well, well, I mean, if Why he was planning he on rolling on smoke grenades into the theater, then it would make sense to have a gas mask on, I would think. I mean, To you uh, and I, but if you're going to commit that act of violence, that would be the last thing you would plan. Why? Now, I'm, I, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm playing muck right now. There's a lot of things that are just not adding up to the way this guy why would hold on and here's my confusion brian you're saying you and i would have the forethought to wear a gas mask why wouldn't he well it, it, here's my if you've never smelled the smoke which i have smelled it many times you don't know how 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 hard that smoke is i mean you don't know if it just trickles out I agree with you. There was a plan involved here, but I I don't think that there necessarily was anyone else involved in that plan. I mean, if if he 
if he had two smoke grenades, he probably had more than two that he tested maybe at his his uh, you know some some you know in the woods or wherever. Who knows how much planning he put into this? Maybe he was well aware of how that smoke smelled, and that's what uh, prompted him to get the gas mask. Or maybe he just thought in advance, I think I'd rather have a gas mask if I'm going to do this. No, I, I haven't read. Right, out- I'll, I'll I'll give you that point, but if you're going to commit such a, a heinous act of violence. Why didn't he start pe- taking down cops? I mean, A, he had, you know, he was loaded to the hill. I don't think B, you can pretend that you can, that you can pretend that as a rational person, you can understand what a, what a, a psycho? psychopath does. Yeah. Well, what you're referring to, Brian, is the fact that he was taken without incident. He was at uh, at a parking lot. The police arrested him. He did not shoot at the cops. And I think you're asking a good question. Why didn't he continue, you know, blasting away? Why just uh, focus on the theater and not try to preserve his own safety uh, as far as the police? You know, obviously he knew they were going to take him and put him in a cage. And he must have known that that wasn't going to result in good things for him. So why did he just stop the shooting there? Maybe he ran out of ammo. Uh well, I mean, if he planned the, uh, uh, smoke grenades and a and a mask, I mean, surely he planned to reload. Indeed, I would think he would have. Well, yeah, I would think he would have had to have reloaded to uh, to and, shoot sixty plus people. And here's another point: I don't, and I'm not saying that it was a government thing. I'm not, but it could have been a George Soros thing. It could have been any other random, you know. Uh, get out! Yeah, we want to stop all guns. You know, group to commit this act of violence. But this was this was that's a conspiracy theory. Uh, well, uh, yeah. But, I mean, but, to think that the anti-gun groups are going to hire some guy to uh, who, who, by all indications, had a successful life ahead of him. I mean, he was a successful medical student, as far as I could tell, and uh, and he quit medical school. So, I mean, the the dude would have it would seem to have had something to live for, and then all of he a sudden, he was handsome too. So, yeah, a lot of it, you're right, though, it doesn't add up. I mean, one thing's for sure, we're probably going to find out more because the guy's still alive. So unlike a lot of these situations where they, the, the assailant takes their own life at the very end of the, uh, the massacre, this guy is, in, is alive and he's in police custody. So there will be questions well, asked. Well, that's just it. I mean, 99% of the time, they're offing themselves before you can get any answers. This guy left that chapter open. I guess we are going to find out uh, the remainder of the story, or at least some more of it. And, and Brian, thanks for the, the thoughts and, and asking Thank those you. questions. I, they, I think they're good questions. Thanks for the call. 855-450-FREE. Ed's in Tennessee. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian Bo and Michelle. How y'all doing? Hey, Ed. Hey, I want to bust Michelle. Uh, she is making just false statements. Uh, the New Orleans cops, five of them were sentenced, four were sentenced between 38 and 65 years. Which cops Tennessee. are we talking about here? The New Orleans police after Katrina. All that stuff's a sham what? about uh, the people and all that. The cops. Wait a minute. Which cops? Which cops after The New Katrina? Orleans Police Department. You're going to bust me? But what are you going to bust me but for? But which cops? I mean, the, I didn't hear anything about the cops that cops? were confiscating weapons being sentenced. It was the cops that beat a man that were sentenced. No, it was the cops that shot people. They I didn't. I two. said nothing about they that. I was talking. To, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was talking about people having their guns confiscated. So if you're going to call and bust my chops about something, at least get your facts right about what I said and don't misquote me. What did I miss? I, I told you everything. I told you was a fact. Uh, no, I, I, I recall what she was finished. talking about before. She was talking about police coming into people's houses and stealing their weapons. 
Well, yes. they didn't do that either. Well, they did. They did. I saw video footage of it. Well, no. I mean, how much? How did? How many times did that happen? Several. They, they went door to door. About facts. Ed, they went door to door and they confiscated people's weapons. They, they they attacked an old lady. They called it martial well, law, was, and that gave them the power that, to go into people's said houses. Nothing happened to them, though. Nothing did happen to them. I just kept them. telling you, five of them just got sent to no, prison. No, not the ones that were confiscating weapons, Ed. I think we're talking past each other here. Well, because, hold it. The ones that shot people did. Right. That's fine, but Michelle wasn't talking about right. those people. She wasn't talking about those cops. You well, talking about well, the ones on the bridge? Doing, you talking about the cops on the bridge? Right, the Danzinger Bridge shooting. They were sentenced to 38 to 65 years. Okay. And if the cops went in their house, but Ed, she wasn't talking about that. How are they going to be charged when they were doing what their bosses told them by law? Well, right. I mean, they weren't charged. I mean, it was outrageous that they were taking people's guns away from them. Right, and then the and then the other thing she was saying about the international gun ban treaty. How ridiculous a statement that is. You have to have two thirds of the Senate or, and House to uh, approve that. Well, you just spanked me, didn't you, there, sugar? Uh, well, Obama didn't go get a uh, get permission from anybody to to send us all into war, right? Right. Right. So, do you think they're going to get uh, permission the, from the from from the people? Just like Ian said, how they, they couldn't even possibly do it, and then another thing. They're not going to ask you permission or ask your representatives permission. They're just going to come in and do it if they're going to do it. Well, does the whole does Ridiculous. the whole Congress have to sign a treaty from the UN? I I I don't know how the no, UN treaties we, work. The Senate hey, is the only one the only one that's able to make treaties. Congress. Treaties. Hey, look, hey, we're the only ones that won't get sentenced by the international court. You know why, don't you? It has to be unanimous. So the United States to get some little country to agree with them and say, okay, that's why none of our presidents are held accountable by international law. And then you have people that he say they're ahead international to Fox, law. He went and he got his news off foxnews.com where it says right there that it is unlikely to ever receive the two-thirds majority necessary to be ratified in the Senate. Let me tell you something it's about, probably true. It's about probably ratification, unlikely. et cetera, that um, Robert's... Uh, uh, Judge Roberts, who just um, signed, was the deciding uh, vote for the um, for the Obamacare, which I should be calling it by its, its proper name, but we'll just say Obamacare for right now. Um, he held up that it was um, that it was lawful and constitutional, and he called it a tax. Well, guess what? That bill originated in the Senate. Congress is the one that's supposed to. Create taxes. Um, create taxes and stuff. So so right there, that's a recent and blatant disregard for the Constitution. So if you're going to spank me, you better bring your A-game, buddy. <laughs> Thanks. Hey, you didn't refute anything I said, factually. Well, Ed, uh, we, did factually? Refute, we did refute Ugh. the claim that, uh, you know, the cops were sentenced. The cops, that, the cops that raided people's homes for guns were not the same cops that were on the bridge. So we were miscommunicating, I think, on that. But thanks for the call tonight. We're out of time. Back tomorrow night. You can join us online in the meantime at freetalklive.com and visit victimlesscrimespree.com here in a little bit for the latest. The three most important things you can do for Free Talk Live are, one, share one episode a week on Facebook or in some other social networking site. Two, buy the things you buy online through shop.freetalklive.com. Three, give three bucks a month to the AMP program. It's my firm belief that Free Talk Live's AMP program is the best use of your charitable dollar among liberty-oriented organizations. Support all the organizations you love, but make sure you give three bucks a month to AMP at amp.freetalklive.com. 